Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Well, I thought we were going. Stand by here. This is Friday, July 26, 2019, and welcome to episode number 703 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I will be taking care of your wrestling news and views set before this evening. Uh, we do have, of course, one half of our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice with us. Yes, he is here. He right now is still unable at this time to bring bring anything to you due to a a computer glitch. We'll just say a we'll just say a major computer glitch. Also, King W.O. Gerard T. Smith is not, is not, has not, has not arrived here, and we don't know if he will be in or not. But, uh, but in the meantime, I'll be taking care of your wrestling news and views here for tonight. But of course, J.D. is of course our 2000, 2015 and 17 WWE U.S. Hall of Famer, and also for the team that brings you WWE Radio every Monday afternoon right here on of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, will not be with us here tonight. So I'll, I will also be taking care of your wrestling history and birthdays here for the evening. Before we get underway with all the night's festivities for the evening, let's welcome JD to what should be a, a 100% USDA choice explosive and much more tougher than Captain America's Shield Dynamic episode 703. Of, of, Good to be here. Of course, our live video, live video tonight, ladies and gentlemen, comes to us from the group that started it all in the WWS stable of groups on Facebook. 
WCW. The Island of Beautiful Men. And that too, by the way. <laughs> uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you care to join us for our live video feed here tonight for Revolution Episode 703, uh, where you can watch and listen to the show at the same time, uh, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash universe united. I do say that three folks have joined us. I do thank Miss Sarah Wright for joining us. Also, Mr. Michael W. Sullivan. And also, of course, a senior member of our panel, way too tough to handle. Also, a WWS Hall of Famer, and I should point out, a our resident wrestler and a soon-to-be mother. I do believe, if not uh, mistaken, Miss Rhonda Rush is also Sarah. Rhonda, we welcome you, uh, Michael, and Sarah on here to tonight's show. Please feel free to, to chime in on anything we have to discuss here tonight, and uh, please feel free to come on to talk to you if you like. Good to see you. Good to hear from you. Good to see you. And of course, speaking of talk show, if you want to join us here tonight, here, folks, please feel free to, to call us, call in at 1 605 562 0444, call our ID 138055 pound, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight. Which, ladies and gentlemen, it will be, might not be a, not a whole, whole, not be a whole lot to talk about here this evening. Of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, uh, of course, hopefully we'll get to hear uh, from two of our folks, Blackwood and Michelle Lynn Dodds and Danny from Oak Park. Uh, we're hoping, we're hoping, coming on here tonight to give them a take a laugh to go on here. Of course, here in the, in the past week, of course, with Raw, SmackDown, the announcements for SummerSlam, and of course, AEW and other things as well. Uh, but we hope to hear from them here as well. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll, we will definitely be doing a whole lot of talking about everything going on here in Russia. Just no doubt about it here indeed. We'll talk about, of course, also some of the stories that we bring in during our wrestling news producer segment here as well. And speaking of which, let's go ahead and get right to that here, folks. As we, of course, uh, <coughs> we'll go ahead and let you know while we're getting this pulled up. I will thank our friends in advance from 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS radio network for allowing us to read all their shows, <clears throat> read all their stories on all of our shows here in, in the, um, in, in the radio, in, in the radio network here. Uh, <clears throat> and of course that includes revolution, Wolfpack, of course, power hour outside the ropes, raw radio, other shows indeed. Let's see some of the stories that are making the rounds here today. Uh, oh, okay. This is one. This is uh, one story here that, of course, we brought you here earlier in the week. Uh, Joseph Lee brings us here to us. All, a note here on why Bret Hart turned down Monday's Raw reunion. Uh, just this story here. We can finally get a little bit more about why he, he turned down the offered to come to uh, come to join his fellow uh, WWE Hall of Famers and legends on Monday. Let's see what he has to say here. As soon as we, of course, get by all these troublesome advertisements here, then maybe we can uh, we can we can get we can get that story here too. Um, let me see if I can. Okay, there you go. Okay. It was reported last week that Bret Hart turned down an appearance at the Raw reunion special this past Monday, and sure enough, he wasn't on the episode. 
According to the Russian Observer Newsletter, Hart declined the invitation because he was loving the summer in Calgary, in quotation marks, and didn't want to miss any of it. He was asked about appearing and simply turned WWE down. So it was his his missing the special had nothing to do with the fact that he showed up at AEW Double or nothing in May. Hart isn't planning to make any appearances stateside until August. He's had a place in his life that he wants. So that's pretty much all it is. He's just trying to enjoy life. I think that's pretty much a simple explanation. Uh, but I'm glad I'm glad that he had nothing to do, of course, with the AEW situation back in May. Uh, we all know what happened there. So. Uh, okay, another story coming here. Here, so we get this up here. Uh, some WWE news here coming in from, uh, of course, Joseph Lee. As apparently Maria Canellis uh, spent the day in in the ER this week, plus WWE stock up again, and also some new t-shirts available in the WWE shop. Let's go ahead and see what some of these stories here are all about here. Maria Canellis noted on Instagram that she spent a day in the emergency room this past week due to dehydration. This could explain why the advertised contract signing Great Maverick and Mike Kinellis for 205 Live didn't happen this past Tuesday. Of course, this is on Maria Kinellis' Instagram. She says, this is where I spent my day yesterday. Baby number two was giving me a run for my money. I had acute vomiting, a headache, and was dehydrated. I threw up from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. nonstop. I have never missed a day at WWE that wasn't planned for, for in advance. But yesterday, I was forced to stay away. It was a wild day. I received fluids, nausea medications, and Tylenol. They think I had a flu bug, but I am feeling much better today. Nurses and doctors were fantastic and very caring. You can see it's definitely different from the first time. Baby number two is doing good. That is what matters most. I am blessed to be pregnant and to have a beautiful 15-month-old. Plus, women get pregnant all the time, work jobs, have other children, house, go to school, have a second job, maternity leave, are single, adopt, and so many other things. So I keep things in perspective. Have a tough day or six weeks. I am still incredibly blessed. Hashtag second pregnancy. Hashtag 12 weeks pregnant. Hashtag see you next week. WWE's at $77.58 yesterday's second quarter earnings report. Benchmark gave it a buy. Ooh, okay. And WWE is selling new t-shirts for Matt Hardy, uh, which is called Warning. Johnny Gargano called Rebel Heart. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, then, JD, you might find very interesting. Has made by New Era for Brett New Day and the late Eddie Guerrero. How mm. nice. How nice. Very cool. Very cool. I, 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 I got to see what the new Eddie Guerrero has. I, gotta, I would love to see that. Uh, so, uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, let me see if we have any any further details here. Um, and of course, this could be something we've already talked we talked about last night. Oh wait a minute, we have now a third update, ladies and gentlemen. According to Joseph Lee, uh, um, some more details on Jimmy Uso's arrest. Believe it or not, actually showed clear signs of intoxication. Well, no kidding. Um, <laughs> Uh, hmm, hmm, let me see here. Uh, let's see. Sorry about that. 
Uh, I'll give the third update here. Uh, it says WEAR TV, Wear TV in Florida. Well, it's just thank you, stop acting up, I can tell you. Has more details on Jimmy Uso's arrest on Thursday morning. The influence. According to a report, police responded to a possible DUI complaint at 1.30 a.m. from an off-duty office who said that a vehicle was speeding on Interstate 10 at over 100 miles per hour, drifting and going out of the lane. Deputy eventually stalled the car, which accelerated and nearly struck another vehicle. The car was reportedly verified at 86 miles per hour in the 5-mile-per-hour speed limit zone. A traffic stop was then conducted by the officer. How many miles of it? So it was 86, but what was the speed limit? 86 and a 45. Yeah. Okay, go on. Okay, 41 miles. My goodness. Uh, the report notes that had issued his driver's license, registration, and proof of insurance when the deputy requested them. He also observed physical signs of Uso being intoxicated, including bloodshot, watery, droopy eyelids, dilated pupils, long with, with slow and slurred speech, and can smell alcohol from the driver's side window. Uso had to be told several times to get out of the car, according to the police report, and he appeared to be unsteady on his feet. The deputy gave Uso a ride to an adjacent park lot to conduct a field sobriety test. Uso then began asking if he needed a lawyer and whether he was being detained, to which the, de the debut, <clears throat> which deputy said that he was conducting a DUI investigation and it was not possible to have a lawyer present. Uso then took his phone out and tried to put it toward the deputy's face, after which the deputy handcuffed and arrested him. Uso became uncooperative at that point and was asked several times to have a seat in the patrol car where he said he was uncomfortable and asked to speak with another deputy. He said he had to roll down his back windows due to the overwhelming smell of alcohol. Uso was arrested for driving under the influence and cited for unlawful speeding, and he is scheduled to appear in court on August the 15th. Of course, the update, the second update we had, of course, PW Insider reports that Jimmy Uso had been released from jail after posting a $1,000 bond. As we said, the, the, the court date is for the for August the 15th. Uh, very, very sad turn of events here, of course, for one half of one half of a very successful young tag team. We thought Jeff Hardy was going to be under wraps here for a little bit, but I guess Jimmy Uso is probably kind of joining that club a little bit. Uh, sad to say about that. Uh, I believe this is a story that I think we did. I did see last night on Wolfpack. And I did not get. A, I did not get a chance to read it, but I will read it right now. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brought it brought it out last night as he returns to the ring at an NXT live event. Uh, let's see. Let me see what. The, and the majority of it might be just pictures, so you can go back and look at the, some of the pictures I have here. After being out of the ring for almost a year, Tegan Knox has returned to an NXT live event. Knox made her return at the NXT show in Castleberry, Florida, on Thursday. You can, of course, there's pics right now. There's pics on this page from her return where she teamed with Jesse Elliman against Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. Let me see here. Let me, okay. Let me Knox was injured in October of last year in the quarterfinals of the May Young Classic. Knox got the win in Thursday's match with a firewoman's carry stunner. Huh. Uh, J.J. Williams at Wrestling Observer uh, Network, I, new newsletter, I guess, 
on Twitter handle said making her in-ring return at Tegan Knox WWE underscore welcome back. And also another one here uh, saying here we have Tegan and Jesse versus the hires. Okay. Tegan scored the win via Firewoman's Carrie Stunner after quite the shiny hot tag at Tegan Knox WWE underscore is back. So this was all posted here between uh, let's see here. Uh, actually all before eight o'clock Eastern time last night. So right before hour before Wolfpack went on the air, this when all this happened. Okay. So it's, it's glad, glad, of course, glad to hear that, uh, that Tegan Knox is back wrestling. So that, that's good to hear. Very good to hear indeed. And let me see here, see if we have any more, any more, uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, well, here's one more here, and I don't know, this might be kind of a off the wall thing here, I guess. I guess we'll, I guess we can read it here, read it here tonight. Uh, Jeremy Thomas brings us this story here, apparently concerning um, someone that JD talks about, not only about, but does talk about from time to time. And as, of course, Nandy Rose, she clarifies status of next week's match with the icon and also weighs in on speculation of a romantic angle. Holy cow. A romantic angle with Sonia Deville. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I think JD might remember the son of Bischoff did a while back. HLA. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, why? Yeah. The thing is, that we talked about before, too. I mean, the thing is, why are they trying to prove this? What are they trying to prove by getting their jollies off on this? I mean, let Sonia Deville do her own thing. Let Mandy be a fake looking moron bitch. Somewhere else, Sarah, instead of being with her best friend, Sonya. It's just, it's, it's stupidity. It's absolutely beyond stupidity. I mean, what? I mean, are, I mean, are they trying to pretty much kind of put the word out at all? That I mean, everybody knows behind behind the scenes that Sonya Deville is um, in that lifestyle. Gay, right? I mean, everybody knows. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the alternative lifestyle. Everybody knows that, though. I and mean, why would he want to? Put that on the air, though. I mean, why would they? Because they're idiots. They have nothing better to do. Because Vince is a stupid moron, racist, bigoted idiot. Is why. Mandy Rose, and here's a story right here. Let's go ahead and read this. Mandy Rose spoke with Uprocks for a new interview and discussed her and Sonya Deville's match with the Iconics next week, plus more. And here are some highlights. Friendship between the both in both real life and screen. Mandy Rose says this. Our relationship with Sonya is very real on and off the screen. Obviously, we are best friends off of TV, and we have been since we met. So we, we try to keep everything as real as possible, even when we're on TV with our characters, because that's the most authentic that's the most authentic and real to the fans. So it hasn't gotten complicated between the two of us, <clears throat> really, ever. We have a very interesting dynamic where we understand the business, we understand how it works, and we're so lucky to have each other because obviously it's hard to find real true fans in life in general, but especially in business that's super competitive and, and ruthless. So it's really good that we have each other and have that support, and we can go to each other with anything and drive the shows together. So it's never gotten complicated ever with the two of us. I hope it never does because we have a great relationship. I hope it never gets like that because we want to continue our friendship. It's everlasting outside of WWE as well. 
On their promo fluff from this girl SmackDown, Mandy Rose says, it got a little confusing. Sonya got confused and thought it was a title match. And I tried to correct her. If we win, we get a title match. So next week, as of now, we're supposed to be competing against the Iconics. And if we win, we earn an opportunity for a title match. Which they okay. don't deserve yet. Or if it's frustrating to be attacking when the titles haven't been defended much. Mandy Rose says, yeah, it's hard because there's so little time for everyone to get put on the show, obviously. And you have, to, you have these spurts for it where sometimes you don't see certain titles being used as much. And I think we just try to make the best of it, to be honest. Or the good thing I have to say about Sonya and I, even as a tag team, we do get some opportunities for singles matches. <clears throat> I think lately more than tag matches, to be honest. It's always good to branch and build your character by itself as well with the support of someone by violating um, you, V-A-L-E-T-I-N-G is what I'm trying to say, or, or on the apron or whatever it may be, so we don't get those opportunities. And I think it's just a time thing, and I think it's hard to fit so many people on a two-hour show in the case of SmackDown. So it's definitely frustrating for sure. I'm hoping it will get a little bit better. I'm hoping that now that we're – they weren't involved more with the tag titles that we could show our strength in tag team as well. On their dream tag team opponents, she said, actually, we've talked about facing the Iconics would be fun. And I know it's heel versus heel, but they're just very entertaining. They're a great tag team, and it's kind of cool because they're best friends in real life as well. Head of so I feel like they're – yeah, thank you. I, know. I feel the same way you do. So I feel like their dynamic is kind of similar to ours. Have great chemistry together, just like Sonya and I have great chemistry. So I'm, I'm actually looking, really looking forward to this match next Tuesday on SmackDown because we we've never actually we've never actually faced them, so it should be fun. And it's also like full circle because back in NXT before they were the Iconics, I faced them in a couple of my first matches. So they so they kind of like showed me <clears throat> the show me the ropes because they wrestled before WWE, but they were always a big help to me, and I respect that. Or her dream singles unit, my dream opponent for a singles match. I mean, I always say this. I don't know that there's ever going to be a chance for her coming back. Obviously, not full time, but maybe here and there. Trish Stratus would be my dream opponent. She had a similar story to me. She was a big inspiration to me getting involved in this. And still to this day, I look up to her and the career she had and the person she is. When I first met her, she's just super down to earth. She's awesome. So she's definitely still one of the opponents. I feel like that would be a pretty hot matchup on speculation there may be a romantic storyline between her and the bill and here it comes jd she says i don't have many insights to offer on that i think there's definitely there's definitely rumors and stuff like that but also hard to say because my character is pretty sexual and pretty sassy the way i am so anything i do it doesn't really matter if it's if it's to sonia or to anyone else it's just who my character is so it's hard to judge but i guess you're just going to have to stay tuned right you never know. <laughs> All right, JD, I know you want to comment on this. Just go ahead, say something about it. Go ahead. Well, let's see. I mean, do we really want to give them another opportunity to go after the tag titles and just piss over Oscar and Kari Sane? I mean, really? Do we really want to do that? Apparently, they're going to, and I think it's absolutely stupid that they're doing it and like giving Mandy and Sonya another opportunity when they should be waiting their turn, however. But apparently, they've been pushed to the front of the line and pushing into the back of the line or near the end of the line, if you will, is the uh, Kabuki Wars, which is absolutely BS, if you ask me. Okay, there you go. 
the the story here about though obviously the thing here about uh mandy and deville having possibly some sort of storyline of a you know, as, as i just said right there at the very last like i said i think it's stupid they're trying to do that i don't think that i mean why would you want to try just to prove something just to get a rating pop just to make sure you can continue to um Give us fans how it's something to oogle about or something to cheer about. How I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, you got to respect someone's privacy like this, and apparently WWE doesn't care about doing that most of the time of respecting anyone's privacy, and that's just BS if you ask me. That's totally um, arrogance, and that's totally narcissistic on Vince's part because it shows again how much of a racist, bigoted piece of uh, womanizing, sexist piece of shit he really is. Hmm. Okay, so there you have it there, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, uh, our wrestling news abuse here, of course, normally brought to you by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice. <clears throat> of course, King and W.O. Jawar Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. They bring you all the news that's fit the print here in the WWS Radio Network. <clears throat> and, of course, they bring all the news that's fit, that's fit the print. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, Super Glue and Duct Tape, you cannot that old-fashioned combination. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, like we said, the human suplex machine, John Gross, not here tonight, so I'll be taking care of your wrestling history and birthdays here for today, July. Uh, the page that I just simply just recently uh, checked out here, uh, apparently the site here that uh, that posts this stuff uh, kind of screwed up the date on here. Uh, it is supposed to, all what well, I'm about to tell you is for today is they got tomorrow's date on it, but it's actually for today. So, so, so that way, just to let you know, it's, uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with, with this here at all. So it's just, uh, so, uh, this is a, basically what I'm about to tell you is for today it is not for tomorrow. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 30, let me see here. Give me just a second here. Uh, 33 years ago today, put it at 1986, in my neck of the woods, Greensboro, North Carolina, Dusty Rhodes defeated Ric Flair in a steel cage match to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. The third and the last of the NWA World title reigns for the American Dream would last all of two weeks before Ric Flair won the belt back. And they had some classics, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. I'll agree with that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 21 years ago today, put it at 1998, WWF presented Fully Loaded in Your House from the Selland Arena in Fresno, California. 9,855 were in attendance with 329,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That's up from 210,000 homes for the July 1997 pay-per-view in your house Canadian Stampede. Here are the matches that took place at Fully Loaded in 1998. Val Venus defeated Jeff Jarrett. Elo Brown defeated X-Pac. Farouk and Scorpio defeated Terry Funk and Justin Bradshaw. Mark Henry defeated Vader. Eight Ball and Skull of the DOA defeated LOD 2000, of course, Hawking Animal. Owen Hart defeated Ken Shamrock in a dungeon match. Of course, held, I believe this was, I think, held in the Hart family dungeon, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Dan so, Severn. And I, think, and I, and I yeah, was going to say Dan Severn was referee, if I remember correctly, yes. Dan to be Severn was a special guest referee. The Rock and Triple H went to a 30-minute time limit draw in the best of three falls match for the Intercontinental title, with each man winning one fall. The Rock scored the first fall with the Rock bottom 
at 20 minutes, 23 seconds. Then Triple H tied it up via DDT by China at 25 minutes, 21 seconds. Triple H hit the pedigree on The Rock just as time expired. So apparently uh, it was a it was a best of, I don't know, I don't know who was holding the ball. Um, I think it was The Rock because uh, Hunter would win the title back the following month at SummerSlam 98 in the ladder match at the Garden. Okay, thank you there, Judy. Sable defeated Jacqueline in a bikini contest. The decision would be reversed the next night on Raw as Sable didn't exactly wear a bikini. She wore handprints painted to her chest. We all remember that. Wow. And The Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Kane and Mankind to win the WWF Tag Team titles. We all remember that. That was a big moment right there. Uh, 20 years ago today, put it in 1999, at a Rawls War taping in uh, Columbus, Ohio, D'Lo Brown defeated Jeff Jarrett in a title-for-title match to win the Intercontinental title and retain the European title. Oh, okay. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let's see. 16 years ago today, put it at 2003, in Dover, Delaware, Nick Mondo, who I think was one of the uh, members of the Spirit Squad in WWE, if I'm not mistaken, uh, defeated Ian Rotten in a 200 light bulbs match to win CZW's Tournament of Death 2. <clears throat> the tournament is most known as the Mondo match? What light bulb match was it? It was a 200 light tubes match. It was to, it won CZ. Ooh. Nick Mondo defeated Ian Rotten. To win CZW's yeah. Tournament of Death 2, the 200 light bulb, light tubes match. So I guess it was fluorescent light tubes like you see in office. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. The tournament was most noted for Mondo suffering a massive cut on the during his semifinal match against John Zandig when Zandig did a mother, mother effing bomb from the roof of a building onto a light tube log cabin and a stack of tables. Oh, crap. Oh, God. Oh, Lord, no. Talk about, oh, my God. Where do you have it on his back, you said? It said, it, 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 it said a massive cut on his back during his semifinal match. Another opponent named John Massive Zandig. cutting the word. <laughs> Zandig did a mother effing bump on the roof of a building onto a light tube log cabin and a stack of tables. That's oh amazing. God! You know how long? You know how long? How long it probably took to remove all that out from this man's body? Oh, quite a bit, I'm sure. And quite an then some. There's a video of this. There's a video yeah. of this. Oh my God! And they're, and they're shirtless, JD. They're freaking yeah. shirtless. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. This is grown wrestling, man. Lord yeah. have mercy, this is. Oh, I can hear that. And, and no, this is this is ironic, JD. Listen to this. It would be the final match for Mondo, whose real name is Matt Burns. But like I said, I think wasn't, wasn't this guy part of the Spirit Squad in WWE? I think so, yeah, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes. Okay. The severely punctured back alongside three broken bones in his right wrist was enough for him to call it a career at just only 23 years old. Three Jeez. broken bones in his right wrist and a pu severely punctured back. Crazy. The three-time CZW Ironman champion will be one of the inaugural two inductees into the the promotions Hall of Fame. Yeah, I wouldn't go back and wrestle again after doing that mess. Are you, <laughs> are you kidding no. me? No, no, no way. God. 
Oh Lord, that, that that's making me sore now just thinking about it. Yeah, this I happened. Know, I this happened. This happened back in. I mean, let me oh, let me look at this again. Two oh three, man. I mean, sixteen years I mean, ago, yeah. And that still makes me cringe now. And there's a yeah. video of this. There's a video I'll of this. Check it out. Yeah, check that. Oh, oh, that this makes me shiver. That makes me shiver. Mm. I don't make anybody shiver. Also, 16 years ago today, 2003, Pro Wrestling Gorilla was was born at Frankenson's in City of Industry, California. I don't even know how far that is. Maybe from Danny's neck of the woods. I'll have to ask. We'll, have to we'll ask find out from Danny. Created by Southern California wrestlers Disco Machine, Excalibur, Scott Lost, Joey Ryan, Super Dragon, and Top, du- Top Gun Tall, Tall War. This is how you pronounce it. PWG's unique it is unique in its structure. The wrestlers themselves run the promotion with Excalibur and Super Dragon doing the bulk of the behind-the-scenes work. Excalibur providing the DVD and website art, while Super Dragon books and edits the shows and provides YouTube preview, previews of the events. In keeping with its punk rock non-mainstream vibe, the shows have been uniquely titled, including, and listen to these that titles, I like these titles, Steen Wolf, Steen as in, I guess, Bruce Springsteen, I guess, I don't know, Black Cole Sun, C-O-L-E, Prince, Nice Boys, in parentheses, Don't Play Rock and Roll, and Free Admission, in parentheses, Just Kidding, okay? Perhaps the show's signature event is the, is the annual weekend-long Battle of Los Angeles tournament taking place every year around Labor Day weekend which was with the exception of 08 and 09 when they were done in November. Most of PWG's events have been presented at American Legion Plus number 308 in Reseda, California since 2006. And here are the matches that took place at the inaugural event. Charles Mercury, Sarah Del Rey, and Superbad defeated Ryan Drago, Top Gun Tawar, and Zoker, Z-O-K-R-E. That's a new name. Hmm. Excalibur defeated Chris Bosch. Quicksilver and Scorpio Sky defeated the Ballard brothers, Shane and Shannon. <clears throat> Super Dragon defeated Matt Cross. Taro defeated Baby Slim, B-A-D-I. Slim spelled S-L-Y-M. That's interesting. Apollo Khan and Hook Bomberry. That's a name. <laughs> defeated Disco Machine and Mixer and Mr. Excitement via submission. Hardcore Incorporated, who was Adam Pierce, Alcatraz, and Hardcore Kid, defeated the X Foundation, who was Billy Kim, Joy Ryan, and Scott Lost. And we know Sarah Del Rey is uh, one of the trainers down in NXT, and we also know that uh, Scorpio Sky is a member of AEW now. And also, I guess this is what's considered the main event. AJ Styles defeated Frankie Kazarian. They wrestled. That had, be, that had to be a good main event. Oh, of course, yeah. Getting a couple guys from, I guess at the time, Impact Wrestling come and wrestle. Shoot. Yeah, uh-huh. There you go. Uh, oh, and JD, this is one you might remember. Listen to this one. 15 years ago today, put it at 2004 on Raw from your neck of the woods, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Chris Benoit defeated Triple H 4-3 to in a 60-minute Ironman match. I was there. To I retain remember that match real well. That was a well, great, great match, I remember. I was at the arena that night. Well, retained the World Heavyweight title. Benoit down 3-1, to one, tied the match at 47 minutes, 57 seconds via the crossface. 
didn't want it with Benoit pinning Triple H following a rock bottom by Eugene with just six seconds remaining. The date this remains the last time a one-hour Iron Man match was done on broadcast television. I don't know of any yep. more that's been done. I, re- I remember that, yeah. I remember that. I was there that night when it happened. On the undercard, Randy Orton last eliminated Chris Jericho to win the show's only other match, a 20-man battle royal for a World Heavyweight Championship match at SummerSlam. Other participants in the battle royal were Batista, Chuck Palumbo, Edge, Kane, Matt Hardy, Maven, Rhino, Ric Flair, Rob Conway, Rondi Mack, Rosie, Stephen Richards, Savon Grenier, Fonzie, John Gross, Tajiri, Hurricane, Topco, let's see, uh, uh, Val Venus, The Island of Beautiful Men, and William Reed. <laughs> okay, yeah. But yeah, and all the beautiful men took place. All the beautiful men got eliminated. Isn't that aren't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so anyway, we gotta have fun. We gotta have fun on the show all the time here, folks. Yeah, we just yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ten years ago today, put at 2009, WWE presented Night of Champions from the Wachovia Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which I guess that's now called the Wells Fargo Center, is it not? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. Well, that's why Wachovia became Wells Fargo. I remember that happened down here. 17,774 were in attendance with 267,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, down slightly from the 2008 edition. This was the last night of champions to be presented in July, as everyone has taken place in September. As of, let's see, 2000 and I think 2016, they renamed the event Clash of Champions. Is that, is that correct? Uh, yep, yeah. and, and speaking of Clash of the Champions, it will be coming down your neck of the woods September 15, and we understand that I believe today I read somewhere on my phone that September 16 they will be in Knoxville, Tennessee, however, the home of the Tennessee Volunteers, and then the 17th in Atlanta. Tickets went on sale today for the Atlanta show, I believe, I think, unless it was last, I think it was today, and also the Knoxville show. Thank you there, J.D., appreciate that. <clears throat> the pre-show dark match. Crime Time defeated the Hart Dynasty. Jericho defeated the Legacy to retain the unified tag team titles. Christian defeated Tommy Dreamer to win the ECW title. Kofi Kingston defeated Carlito. Primo Cologne MVP Jack Swagger and The Miz in a six-pack challenge to retain the U.S. title. Michelle McCool defeated Melina to retain the women's title. Randy Orton defeated Triple H and John Cena in a triple threat match to retain the WWE title. Mickey James defeated Maurice to win the Divas title. Rey Mysterio defeated Dolph Ziggler to retain the Intercontinental title. And Jeff Hardy defeated CM Punk to win the World Heavyweight title. Not many titles uh, were, uh, well, actually, I think only two were won. The rest of them uh, were, were, well, three of them were. One and rest them were retained, I guess. Hmm. Okay. And we got some birthdays to talk about here, folks. Here we go. Today is a happy 37th birthday to Chris Lindsay, the best known to wrestling fans these days as Roderick Strong. Though he works for several independent organizations, he's most known for his time in Ring of Honor, where he's just one of three Triple Crown champions in the company's history. The others are Eddie Edwards and Jay Lethal. He's also won world championships for Full Impact Pro Wrestling and Pro Wrestling Gorilla. He's the only man to win PWG's annual Dynamic D-U-U-M-V-I-R-A-T-E. I don't know how you pronounce that. 
um, tag team title tournament or the DDT four with two different partners. Who was Pac, who was known today as Neville in 2007, and also in uh, Jack Evans, and also Jack Evans in 2008. Strong also briefly competed for TNA in 2005. After 13 years for, with Ring of Honor, Strong left the promotion in June 2016. He would debut in the fall with NXT as Austin Aries' tag team partner for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. And of course, as we know now, he's a part of the Undisputed Era as of today, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and that too, by the way. Uh, and also, one other birthday in JD. This is a classic birthday. You'll love this right here. Happy 63rd birthday to Thomas Richardson, but better known to wrestling fans as Wildfire Tommy Rich, best known for his runs in the Georgia and in the Georgia and Memphis territories. He also wrestled for the AWA, WCW, and ECW. In April 1981, Tommy Rich was briefly NWA World Heavyweight Champion when he defeated Harley Race. Rich, look, I'll talk in a minute. Rich was the winner of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Feud of the Year in 1987 with Austin Idol against Jerry Lawler. So happy birthday to Roderick Strong and Wildfire Tommy Rich. Imagine those two getting together in a match. I would love to see that. <clears throat> and there's your wrestling history and birthdays here for today. Uh, July the 26th, and of course, had your wrestling news and views here as well. <clears throat> of course, taking care Which of Which birthdays we got here. today? Uh, well, I just got through reading. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh gosh, I'll have to I'll have to go back and look at the dates. I can't tell you I can't tell you their ages, but I can tell you who they are. Uh, Roderick right. Strong and uh, Roderick Strong and Wildfire Tommy Rich. Their Crazy before. wildfire, Tommy. Tommy was just gonna be in his late sixties, I would think, 67, 68, something like that. I don't know. I'll, I'll find well, it out. I think, no I, big deal. No, but I think I think I said it was. Uh, I think it was sixty-three. Huh. I think. I mean, I will go back and look at I'll it. I'll find here. it later. No big deal. No big deal. All right. No problem. Thank you, there, JD. One six zero five five six two zero four four this is episode, of course, 703 of WWS Revolution for uh, Friday, uh, July 26, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, and the Iceman, Jerry DiGuamo, joining you here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we had, had hoped that at some point here to possibly hear from... Uh, from our from Danny from Book Park the Friday night. Let me give him a call. Let me give him a call. Uh, I'll be right back. I'll be back in a second. Let me see if I can track him down. Hold on. Okay. All right. The Iceman is going to try to contact, of course, of course, Danny. Uh, he did contact me earlier today. Here, folks, that due to due to uh, obviously the, the situation here involving his uh, involving his his computer his computer situation. Uh, unfortunately, he may not have been able to make it all here tonight. So if he doesn't hear, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is 100% understandable. I do have to notice that several more folks did pop on here, including our good friend, the human suplex machine, John Gross, did join us on our live video feed. He may still be there. So, John, good to see you as well. Also, uh, Julie, Miss Julie Amanda Johnson. Also, Miss Barbara Bound, Mr. Wayne Bachetto, and also our good friend, Captain Dave Spieler, of course, a fellow WWS Hall of Famer, also the general manager of Heaven Wrestling Federation, and of course, the host of his own little wrestling podcast here as well. 
Uh, we do thank you for coming on here tonight, and uh, we do thank them for coming on tonight, and also, of course, uh, uh, and uh, and enjoying the show here. So we thank you very much. Uh, coming up, don't forget to coming up tomorrow at six o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, I'm, we apologize for not having it last week, but tomorrow, I'm of back. course, will be your, okay. Well, well, of course, and I am. Going to report Danny's phone is not working right now. He told me he talked to you earlier, but he just talked to me as well. He says his phone is not working right now, so he will not make it tonight, unfortunately. Okay, thank you very much, sir. JD. Of course, did, did clarify, of course, what uh, what we just found out. So, J, thank you very much, for JD. So, we'll hopefully get to hear from Danny from Moat Park as he, of course, will probably have twice as more to talk about here on our show here coming up here uh, next Friday night, of course, when we go to. Revolution episode number seven hundred and six. So we'll say we'll everything we'll we'll save everything we'll save everything about that uh, uh, for uh, for next week there as well. But don't forget, Power Hour will be back on tomorrow at six o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. As we of course bring you the week that was here in the radio network, including of course tomorrow's wrestling history and birthdays, uh, also and also of course some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at fourlevenmania.com. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> be sure to listen in. One three one four one three six four pound coming up tomorrow evening at six o'clock right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, <clears throat> let me see. Here. In addition uh, to that, though, we wanted to tell everyone ahead of time. As of now, episode two hundred that was supposed to be officially this Monday. Right now, at the moment, is up in the air at this point. And in case you're wondering how, if we do not have, we hope to have it for you this Monday at 3 o'clock, Howard, it's on myself and the rest of the gang, but if we do not have it, we apologize sincerely ahead of time, Howard, due to a snafu. We hope to have it fixed, Howard, before Monday, and if not, we will be off this week, but hopefully, uh, if we don't have it for you next, this week, we will have it for you next week, because next week, if we do have it next week, Howard, we will have a grand show for you, including our predictions of TakeOver and SummerSlam, the go-home shows, if you will, Howard, as there'll be go-home show week next week. And speaking of next week, ladies and gentlemen, not this coming Monday, but I will mention this Monday real quickly as well as Tuesday very quickly. Next Monday, folks, not this Monday, but a week from Monday, Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live from the PPG Paints Arena in Pittsburgh, and then SmackDown Live will be coming to you live from the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit Rock City. That's Detroit, Michigan, next Tuesday, a week from Tuesday. But speaking of Raw, this Monday, folks, we can tell you, how our that Raw will be in Little Rock, Arkansas, if you will, however, at the Verizon Center, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. And then this Tuesday, SmackDown Live will be coming to you live from the FedEx Forum on the home of Beale Street of Barbecue and Blues, Memphis, Tennessee, home of Jerry the King Lawler. So far, we can tell you, Raw has listed a couple matches for the show, including the following. Seth Rollins is looking for retribution after what happened with Shawn Michaels this past week and says he plans on taking his anger out on the show-off, however, we understand Brock Lesnar has been rumored to be showing up, possibly maybe with his advocate Paul Heyman, and Becky Lynch, yes folks, the man will be taking on Little Miss Bliss herself, if you will, and as we said, of course, if anything changes before the weekend, we will let, Monday we will let you know, but right now, as of now, we're going to keep you up to date, hopefully before Monday, let you know about Monday, but if we do not have a show Monday, our we want to apologize to everyone out there, including our uh, two good callers, however, and everyone else out there. We will try to get things back up and running for you. If not this week, then definitely sometime late next, sometime next week, or the, for the following week, however, two weeks from Monday. 
And, of course, that will be the go-home shows when we do our predictions, of course, for TakeOver and SummerSlam. And speaking of TakeOver, TakeOver, uh, as of yesterday we reported, is close to not selling out yet, although they still have a few weeks to go. SummerSlam is close to selling out, though, in the Scotiabank Center, a.k.a. formerly the Air Canada Center in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, the great white Maple Leaf North Tower and the home of the NBA champion Raptors, which, by the way, SummerSlam is coming up two weeks from this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, on the WWE Network. And, la- and also, like I said, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will, like I said, as we always do, always as we always do here in the Rain Network, we will try our best to <clears throat> bring you, uh, bring you, of course, all of our programming here, regardless of whatever the situation may may arise. Uh, but don't be, su- but like I said, as JD mentioned, it, don't be surprised if we're already but may not make it on. But you never, but you never know here, folks. <clears throat> Uh, uh, but you never know. Here, there could be a there could be a possibility. Uh, there could be there could be a possibility uh, um, that uh, that that it could pop up, and we just don't know it. So, so we will, like I said, we'll keep we'll let you know before. Forward. We'll let you know prior to Monday afternoon. We'll know you by the end of the weekend or first thing Monday morning, and give you our status, but we do not have a show Monday, then we apologize, as we said, and we'll push it back, hopefully, and try to get it back for you the following Monday. Yeah, we will, We will, of course, endeavor here, as we always do here, folks, in the radio network, we will do our very, very best to, uh, to, bring, to bring you everything under the sun here, of course, in the world of wrestling, without a doubt about it, because, like I said, we do our best to keep you informed about everything going on, in the world of wrestling, and we are definitely going to continue to do that as much as we possibly can here, of course. <clears throat> but of course, but but as JD says, we don't have it then. Then I mean, I will also, of course, um, extend my my apology support to to those loyal listeners, of course, of of the Monday afternoon tradition, WWS Raw Radio, and all of our other shows here. Indeed, uh, there are certain there are certain times that we have to make once. One sacrifice under another. So we will, of course, keep you informed of that here as well. Let's bring you this one more time, folks, as we approach 10.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1605-562-0444, caller ID pounds. This is episode, of course, 703 of WWUS Revolution for, of course, uh, Friday, July 26, 2019. Uh, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, and the Iceman, Jared DiGuamo, here with you here tonight. Uh, as we did report here, of course, earlier, the human suplex machine, John Gross, of course, not on this evening, as as he is, of course, not, and not on every single Friday night. Uh, Danny from Oak Park, of course, unfortunately, due to, of course, a phone glitch here t- tonight, he's not able to make it on here with us here as well. Uh, we have not heard any official status as as to of course the, the black the black widow michelle lynn does but we still have of course plenty of show left here so as they always say in the world of wrestling and also on, on all of our shows here as we always say anything can and quite possibly will happen so we'll continue and we want to tell like- everyone last week however by the way however we hope you enjoyed last week's uh friday night we had a very good show it was episode number 700 last week 
Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, as as I as I did report here, TalkShoe did get the word out for us that about about of course about our 700 episode here as well, and did and did uh, actually did a very nice little banner on Instagram, and I actually transferred that picture over to the Revolution Radio Facebook page. I wanted to take a look at it. Uh, this was done by the folks. I believe this was done by the folks at TalkShoe, and like I said they posted it on Instagram. But I did, I did share it over on the Revolution Radio Facebook page. Very nice page here indeed, and a very nice story here indeed. Of course, uh, of course, uh, I was talking about the history of Revolution. Of course, how it got started, when it got started, and everything like that. And I do want to thank, of course, our friends at TalkShoe.com for doing that here for us. And of course, we of course a continued partnership between WCWS and TalkShoe.com. Of course, as we continue to strive and thrive, and bring you the best here, of course, in wrestling discussion. Of course, each and every week for all, with not just Revolution, but all of our shows, each and every week, we definitely do appreciate it. Appreciate it, you know, absolutely, indeed. Uh, well, uh, let's see here. Um, well, while we're, of course, to have a little bit of a spare time here, I'll also be bringing, I'll bring these two, these two plugs here at you here as well. Don't forget, of course, once again, ladies and gentlemen, the eBay store, of course, entitled Perpetual Uniquity Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. We still have, of course, plenty of items for sale, of course, posted on there each and every day. Uh, different things, everything from uh, <clears throat> books and other knickknacks to Kiss, another rock and, piece of the rock and roll memorabilia. Men's, women's, and children's clothing, classic Hot Wheels cars, uh, also video games for the PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, and PSP. And also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, a few titles left, of course, on DVD, HD, DVD, and Blu-ray. Uh, of course, featuring some of your favorite uh, animated uh, TV series, wrestling events, uh, of course, comedy, drama, science fiction, horror, you name it, it's posted there. All at reasonable prices there, indeed. Um, be sure to check all that out here. Of course, like I said, a perpetual uniquity. You can go to ebay.com forward slash str forward slash perpetual uniquity. That's P E R P U T A L U N I Q U I T Y. And uh, of course, uh, as we said, more stuff being posted on there every day. You might find something that you haven't seen in a long time, or you might find something on there that you haven't seen before that you might be extremely interested in. Be sure to check that out here today. Like I said, remember perpetual uniquity. It is internet retail for the eternally distinctive individual. And also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the page JD knows very, very well. And as of course, Bulldog DVD sales and variety, where we still currently have a bunch of a variety of DVDs, of course, for sale. Of course, uh, DVDs uh, span, as we said, uh, from all genres, everything from, of course, science fiction, drama, comedy, uh, animated, and other children's DVDs. Uh, of course, horror. Um, <clears throat> uh, let me see here. Doc some documentaries, some stand-up stuff, uh, TV series, uh, some wrestling DVDs as well. Um, and also just recently, ladies and gentlemen, one list dedicated to nothing but Blu-rays. Uh, some different movies there, ranging everything from Wonder Woman to Michael Clayton to Logan to G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Uh, and then several other titles there as well. So be sure to check that, those out there as well. And ladies and gentlemen, Bulldog DV Sales and Variety is proud to announce to, to those who, of course, who have been have been looking at all of our lists. And, uh, and of course, as much, much appreciative, of course, 
much much appreciation to that and those who who love to, who definitely will come on and take a gander as to what as to what we have a big time special going on between now and the end of the year ladies and gentlemen plenty of time to do this so so, so within the next like i said less than five months away from the end of the year definitely come check it out every single title posted on that page here folks is worth one dollar and i'm not just talking about the single dvds ladies and gentlemen i know i'm talking about we have dvds that have we have some that have that are like two three four five heck even six or seven dvds in a set and but while we're selling them all like we're, we're selling them th even those for one dollar here as well like i said as a token of our appreciation for coming to view the page and see what we got see if, if you're not interested that's okay we just want you to come take a look and see what we got uh <clears throat> and like i said if you're interested please let me know and like i said if you wish to, to to observe any of the DVDs, I'll be more than happy to send pictures, of course, of the case and the DVD, of course, and show you that the DVD is in fine working condition. All DVDs and Blu-rays checked out by yours, yours truly, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw. And of course, like I said, if there was some, if there was any problems with any of these DVDs, ladies and gentlemen, they would not be posted on that page. You have my personal assurance and personal guarantee of that. So be sure to check that page out today. Like I said, Bulldog DVD sells a variety. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sells variety. We take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy the best selection ever. Be sure to check it out today. <clears throat> and also, I, I will add, I will add, I will add, I will add one, one little thing here. I will add one little thing here. I do want to, of course, our good friend right here, uh, the Iceman himself, Jared DiGirolamo, who has actually become the official first customer of Bulldog DVD sales and variety, as he has purchased four of these DVDs. And those DVDs are being prepped even as we speak, and they are unbear getting underway. Hopefully, JD, within the next several days, you know, several days in the next week, you should be receiving those. So, you, so definitely enjoy them. And, of course, with a token of appreciation to to myself here at bulldog dvd sales and variety we do thank you very much sir appreciate that uh let's give you this of course one more time here folks 1605-562-0444 caller id 138055-pound this is episode 703 of wws revolution of course for friday july 26 2019 in 21 p.m eastern standard time mr w here with you here this evening. Of course, like we said, folks, the human suplex machine, John Gross, not able to be on here tonight. Danny from Up Park, due to a privilege, is not able to be on here with us here tonight. Uh, I believe the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie not able to be on here with us tonight uh, because he farted. I'm not sure, but I'm, I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's not like a big deal out of that. Uh, hmm. Well, uh, hmm. Well, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, hmm. Well, I guess JD to kind of pass a little bit of the time here, um, and you're, you'd be you'd just be by yourself, so that way it might be much more easier to think here. How about how about we take care of a couple of family feud surveys while we wait and see if anybody else comes on the show? JD, is that okay? 
back. Okay. Uh, JD, uh, JD, I think we do a couple of small family feud surveys while we pass the time here. See if anybody All else right. makes sense. Okay. All right. Listen very carefully, JD. Top four answers on the board. Listen very carefully. Name something that stops a baby from crying. Four answers. Name something that uh, stops a baby from crying. A pinky. Uh, of course, pacifier. That is correct. Number two is pacifier. Three more. Please continue. Food. Uh, food. Uh, I guess this would be, well, I guess this would be acceptable. Number one, a bottle. Uh, 70 people yeah. said a bottle. So, yeah, so, so we'll, I'll give that to you because it's got milk in it. And right now, that's all most of the they can get is milk, I guess. So. Uh, two more answers, JD. Name something that stops a baby from crying besides a bottle and a pacifier. Uh, bottle and a pacifier. A rattle. Good answer, not on the board, surprisingly. Keep on, keep on going. The animal? Not on the board either. Keep right on going. Uh. I'm going to say, let me think here, uh, let me think here, give me a minute. Uh, I'm thinking here, I'm thinking here, I'm thinking here. Uh, <laughs> I can't think here. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking here. I can't think here. Uh I can't think. Okay. No one you don't want to take any more chances? I'm good. Okay. Well you got two out of four. That's not not bad. The other two answers were rocking a baby and holding yeah. a baby. Rocking what and was holding. The other? Rocking and holding? Rocking rocking and holding. There were, were the other two. Yeah. Okay. All right, here. Okay, let's try this one right here. Five answers on the board, JD. Name something besides yourself that you watch. And no, What's you that? don't watch Fonda. Name something besides yourself that you watch. And no, you don't watch Fonzie, so don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Hair. Uh, that might be considered part of yourself, I guess. Uh, So that is that that is not up there. Face. Uh, what's that besides yourself? Something besides that you watch. Okay, car. Number two, a car. Four more answers, please continue. 
Uh, you wash, however, you don't do face hair, wash your car, you wash, uh, thinking here. Thinking here, you wash, uh, your car, you. Alright, I want to say yourself. No, besides yourself. Oh, besides yourself. Yeah. Name something besides yourself that you wash. Wash, uh, you wash your car, you wash uh, your hair, you don't wash yourself, you wash, uh, everything. Thinking it. You wash, oh gosh, I should know this. You wash, uh, the car, you wash, uh, I can't think. Shoot. I'm thinking here. I thought if it was yourself, it'd be hair, face, and everything. Right, yes. But, but other things besides yourself that you wash. So dishes. far, you said, you said number three, dishes. That's right. Okay, you got it. Three more answers still left. Think. You said you said sink. S i n k. Yes, sink. That's not on the board so far. Car and dishes have been have been said. Name something besides yourself that you wash. Three more answers still left. You wash uh, the uh, wall. Another good answer. That's not on the board either. I give up. Okay. Well good, well, good attempt. Very good attempt. And I know that the deal with your computer has really probably got you frustrated, and I understand that wholeheartedly. Uh, you got number two car, number three dishes, and I'm going to give you the rest. Number five, you wash your pets. Pets, I should know that. Number four, you wash your kids. And number one, something that you should have on you right now, clothes or laundry. I should have known that, yeah. But, uh, well, okay, well, let's, uh, okay, we'll, we'll do a couple more small ones here. Like I said, we still got about 30 minutes left to go on the show, so we'll go ahead and continue on here. Uh, top five answers on the board. Listen very carefully to this, J.D., five answers here. Listen very carefully. Name, name a job that has its own kind of chair. Name a job that has its own kind of chair. Lifeguard? That's a good answer that has not on the board. Still five answers. Hairdresser. I will accept that. Number two, a barber. Yeah, there you go. That's it. So. Uh, you have your own chair when you're at the uh, uh, policeman. That is another good answer. That is still not on the board. So far, Barbara. That's not on the board either. Mm. Have your own chair when you're at the uh, a director. Number three, a director. There you go. Now you got so far, Barbara and a director has been said. Three more answers. Actor. 
Uh, that is not there, but the three more answers do. Uh, dentist. Number one, a dentist. Not bad, JD. All right. Two more to go there, JD. All right. You have, uh, you're in chair when you're a bartender. Another good answer. Not on the board either. Um, so far. Pizza maker. Another good answer. Not there either. So two more answers. Not sure. Another good answer. Still not there either. Um, give me a newscaster. I thought that's an excellent answer. I'll give that to you as an honorable mention. But that's not on the official board. Um, you would have a um. I'm gonna say a gardener. Another good one. Not there. Two more answers. Name a job that has its own kind of chair. Uh, I'm going to say a uh, a dancer. That one's not on the board either. No, that's not a dancer, but I'm just thinking. Uh. I'm going to say a sportscaster. Another good answer, but not, it's still not on the board. Talk show host? Another good answer, still not there. Ooh, I'm going to say a coach. Another good one, still, still not there. Uh, I give up on the last two. Okay. Well, good, good, good attempts here. You got three, like I said, three out of the five. You did say dentist. You did say barber. You did say director. Name an occupation that has its own kind of chair. Number four, a judge. I should have known that, yeah. And number five, a king. It has a throne. I'm, yeah, I should have known that. I was going to say lawyer or something like that. I would have said lawyer. Darn it. Oh. Okay. All right. Here, here's another one right here. We'll give it a try to. Uh, <clears throat> uh, four answers. Four answers on the board here. Oh, uh, and let me see if I can. Let me see here if I can locate it right here. Uh, hold on. I'm. I'm still. Uh, uh, I'm. I'm still. Give me just a second here. Uh, I am, I am locating it. It is actually, it is actually right here. Okay. Or on JD's ass, one or the other. <laughs> Hi, Michelle, and good to hear from you, too. Hello. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, we do now have her here, the first 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. She's known as the Black Widow, and and of course, and of course, also of course, the First Lady of Professional Wrestling. Of course, a big part of all of our shows, including Revolution Wolfpack, uh, and of course, Women's Revolution, uh, Tapio Inc., Attitude Radio, uh, coming soon. Of course, Inside Pro Wrestling and all that great stuff here as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the M to the L to the D. The love of the Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds has now made it on to episode 703 of Revolution. Michelle, welcome. Hello. Hello there, indeed. Before
before we get into anything else, first off, Michelle, I've, I'm sad to report that Danny is not going to make it tonight because of this phone snafu, a minor snafu. I have a snafu of my own. My computer went out of whack, literally, so I'm going to be MIA without a computer for a while. But I've got to ask the million-dollar question before we get into the uh, back end of thing. I know you saw the Homecoming episode, and I know you have a lot to say, so... Go ahead. Well, I mean, is that okay with Chad? <laughs> Chad, is that okay? Uh, but, but, well, I was just getting ready to ask that, but uh, <laughs> but that's that's part all right. Um, yes, MLD, we've got to hear about what you what you thought about what happened this week with uh, with Raw and SmackDown, especially in the, of course on Raw with the the legends and uh, coming in and everything, and of course all the stuff leading up. Beautiful to story. The Usos, the yeah, thing with the Usos and all that stuff. What, what, what's your take on everything that's going on this week in Middle um, I mean, the show was actually, you know, pretty decent. It was okay this week. It was nice to see a lot of the, you know, legends come back and make it funny and, you know, kind of pep it up a little bit or whatever. But, I mean, it's still the, the, the basis of the show was boring, as always. You know, same shit, different day. You know, um, I I'm, there's uh, just a lot that I'm tired of, sick and tired of seeing. Um, I, I'm waiting for Drew McIntyre to turn on Shane McMahon because it's coming. Um, and I'm gonna laugh my ass off when that happens too because the douche, basically. Um, I mean, they just, I don't know what the boast is about Shane and, you know, why they're making him out there so much and and a fan favorite, not really, but um, not really a fan's favorite, but pissing off everybody. Uh, I don't know what Vince and Hunter are thinking or if they're thinking at all. Um like I said, I, I thought that, you know, it was okay. I mean, like I said, I love seeing some of my old-time favorites, you know, Ted DiBiase and the Boogeyman and Braun Simmons. I mean, it was great, you know. Um, I could have done without seeing Kelly Kelly because she gets on my last everlasting nerve. Um, but it was great to see, like, Melina, Candice, Michelle. She looks like shit, by the way. Um yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was good. And as far as, like, the Jimmy Uso or uh, story goes, um, you know, this is, what, twice? Hello? Is he, like, are him and Jeff Hardy partying together? Because, like, they're following in the same footsteps here. This is two, they're two for two. I mean, what the hell is going on so bad in their life that they have to get drunk and, and go in public and act like a fucking ass and get arrested for it? I don't understand that. Uh you know, they're both happily married. You know, I, I don't understand it. Um, but I can tell you that they probably, the Usos probably have another good foot out the door of WWE after that. Uh, I don't think they're going to tolerate that shit much longer. As far as, like, Jeff Hardy goes, you know, he's he's been there longer. Um, can't afford to lose them. Can't really afford to lose the Usos either. But then again, when you look at it, and I know I'm going to probably, like, regret saying this, but you've got the Revival, who are the tag team champions. 
Okay. I love the revival. It, remain, it you know, makes me think of fuck the revival, you know, with the Young Bucks and all that. Great, great, great hashtag, by the way. It went far. But they're really not doing shit for the fans. You know, um, the Usos, on the other hand, if they were tag team title holders, again, they put on a show for everybody. You know, they're on the mic. They're talking. They're doing this. They're doing that. You know, they have great matches. They're great entertainers. Um, you know, they had Rikishi this week. That's another one of my favorites that I absolutely love. Um, but I'm mighty afraid that, like I said, this is another foot out the door for the Usos. Um, it's slowly coming to them, and probably Naomi will go too because of her husband. And if so, Cody Rhodes needs to be sitting there rubbing his hands together and, like, you know, twiddling his thumbs and be like, oh, well, guess what? You can come over here. We'll gladly take you all. We'll, we'll make our, our tag team vision even fucking better than it is now. Ten times better than it is now. And, you know, it, and it would be beneficial, I think. Because I'm going to tell you what, when when that show starts in October, uh, mm, WWE and them, they don't stand a chance. I was just going to ask you that question. Are you ready for October 2nd in Washington when they debut on TNT? Yeah, of course I'm ready. I mean, Cody has really taken the ball and ran with the shit. Um, Dustin, you know, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, you know, Jericho, all of them, they've taken, you know, Brandy. They, They really have established and they're making this a good baseline of wrestling for the fans. Okay, yeah, great. Everybody, yeah, we know. John Moxley, great. I don't give two shits, honestly. I that's not the main that's not the reason why I want to watch AEW. Because the reason why I watch AEW is because my man runs that show. I Y'all know how I am about the Rhodes family. They're my A A number one, and Cody is my A number one, and they're doing a really good job with it, and they're really going to bury WWE, I feel. Um, no, I, I don't know what else to say because, like, you know, right now, we all know WWE is just a, a very fast-thinking battleship, basically. And uh, we don't start, you know, either uh, – letting these superstars go to bars or putting their fucking ass in rehab or something, we're not going to have shit, basically, on WWE. They're just not going to have shit. Speaking um, of shit, let me ask you this, Michelle. What were you, I know you're going to have a little bit of a comment about this. I know I'm not going to say anything about my girl, and I'm going to hold off on that tonight. What were your thoughts about Seth's comments lately and the way he's been stirring the hornet's nest lately? Apparently a lot of people are not happy with what Seth's been saying lately. What's your take? Okay, well, uh, as far as this goes, I'm tired of them making him them making him look like Becky Lynch's little bitch, lap bitch, because he's not. That's ridiculous. Um, I don't give a rat's ass if they are dating in real life. That's bullshit. What they're doing. His popularity has gone down since he started dating her. I don't care what anybody says. Um. His in-ring ability and, you know, concentration and all that shit has gone to shit because of her dumb ass. Uh, so, you know, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Um, Do you think it's time for him I, to go I, back to being a heel? 
Yes. Uh, it was it was time for that two years ago. I really firmly yeah. believe that. He's had he's had another good run as a as a face. Great. Yeah. You know what? I say turn Roman's ass heel too. While you're at it, because he needs it. He needs that push. Yeah. He needs that um that reversibility on the fans of hey look I can play both parts. And, and I firmly believe Roman could if he really you know truly you know since he's semi getting better at his mic skills when he told Shane was it Shane? And then Samoa Joe this past week, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he told Shane to stick it up his ass. Yeah, that was the Roman heel right there. That's that's the Roman I like, heel. I like, I like how Kevin Owens said it, and I hope, and I said it before, I hope okay, Kevin see, Owens knocks the big thing I want to Yes. I love, absolutely love Kevin Owens, always have, but I really love the angle they're going with his character now. It's fun, It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yep. Um, I love it. I think it's awesome. Um, and then the shit that they did with Kofi and um, Randy Orton, oh, my God. What a pipe bomb from Randy Orton. I mean, like, doesn't shock me, but, like, mm-hmm. I didn't expect him. I, I didn't expect him to come out, you know, guns a-blazing as much as he did, I, you know, because he's been so laid back. And, uh, I mean, let's hope and pray that he makes it to that match with all the neck problems he's having and stuff. It ain't looking very good. Um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that retirement's coming for him eventually, and I hate that. But then again, I don't want him to end up with a broken neck or, right. you know, anything. Yeah. Uh, you know. So, but yeah, that was great what he said to Kofi. I loved it. Oh, my God. I loved it. It was awesome. Yep. Chad and I talked about this earlier about the women, however. I mean... One thing I am getting sick of, however, is the whole women's tag title situation. I hate the Iconics, you know, with a passion. I hate freaking Tessan Payton Royce. She's a freaking Romy Weinberger. And then you got Michelle being the Billy Kay, the bunch, however. I mean, you're telling me, however, that you're going to give freaking Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, however, an opportunity over Kari and Asuka? I'm sorry. They earned it. Mandy and Sonya have done nothing. Now they're doing this whole lesbian thing, however, and I want to get your thoughts about this. Chen, I touched upon this a little bit ago. Um, I'm not a fan of Io Shiri. I'm not a fan of her. Um, I'm not really too big on Asuka either, but I like Mandy Rose. I like Sonya Deville. She's okay. But Mandy Rose really has the potential to... Uh, to go far in this right now, everything is getting ruined for her because they are going as lesbian angle with there. it. You all right? Yeah, I was choking. I just had a little uh, blonde little piece of hair in my foot. I'm sorry. I disagree with you. I hate Mandy Rose. She's a freaking Alexa Bliss wannabe. Sonya's more talented than her, I feel. And they're pissing all over Sonya because they could have gone and broken that team up and let Sonya go on in a singles career. I thought she would have done a lot more. I think, I mean, doing this whole background thing of Sonya's background, I mean, I'm not judgmental, but I'm just saying WWE is kind of pushing the envelope a little risky here in this whole thing. I think Sonya ought to do a lot more and break away from Mandy. That way she can go on her own. But she can't, however, because they're afraid what she'll do. I think Sonya has more now, potential I, I in that roster. I, I agree with you on the risky part. I do. But I'm going to tell you what. If, if Mandy Rose can really put her full potential 
two wrestling, she's good. I, I really firmly believe she could go somewhere. She could be the next Charlotte Flair in the next 10, 20 years. That was, know, my next, yeah, that was going to be my next question. What about your girl Charlotte versus Trish at SummerSlam? I think that's other it's, bullshit. Honestly, I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit that Charlotte should be given another opportunity. She does not deserve it. I am sorry. She does not. She has everything. I mean, she just because her name's Flair and just because everything should be handed to her on a silver fucking platter, you're pissing off of everyone else in the lower end of the roster. I'm glad they're giving Ember Moon at least something to run with because Ember has been buried forever in a freaking day. I mean, they continue to bury her. Dana Brooke, I'm sorry. I think it's time for her to say bye-bye. Give her her pink slip. It's, she's done nothing. Naomi, they're kind of honk hole with her. Alexa, she's a blonde little part of the word bitch. And she bends too easily. She's like freaking thinking she's all great and everything. And she's a goddess. And Corey Graves continues to kiss her ass. I'm sorry. The one person besides Ember that might have a chance to run with this division right now, and they're kind of basically making her uh, Alexis lapdog, is Nikki Cross. I think Nikki Cross has some potential. And they're just not seeing the big spotlight in Nikki. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to stop you right there. Because basically... I don't give a shit if your name is Flair. I don't give a shit if your name is Hogan. I don't give two rats asses what the hell your last name is. That's what people don't seem to understand in this business. That person is an individual for themselves, making a name for themselves. Yes, her father is Ric Flair, the 16-time world cha- world shit world champion. Yes. Okay. Great. He's, she's following in his footsteps, whatever. She wants to wrestle. She wants to make a name for herself as a woman, not as Ric Flair's daughter, as a woman. As far as the women's division goes right now, there are so many women out there that WWE can benefit from, but guess what? They'll never get them because WWE sucks. They'll never yep. offer them the right amount of money. Um, you got AEW's competition. You got New Japan's competition. You got somewhat of impact as the competition on the women level. Um, not soon, not to be anymore because you're about to have a lot of free fucking agents coming from Impact because they're walking like fucking. They're dropping like flies because Impact just they the management. I don't know what the problem is, but I you know. Everybody seems to think, you know, fuck Charlotte Flair, you know, she's a Flair, blah, blah, blah. You know, let's not give her no more chances. Look, at Becky Lynch has had chances too, J.D. You know, it's not that no one's sugarcoating shit for Charlotte, but look how long, but look, Becky still has that title. When's the last time she fucking defended it? She defended, if I remember correctly, I think it was at Money in the Bank against Lacey. And the thing with Lacey is, though, okay. you got all this. And the thing with Lacey is, okay, I will okay, give but, her props yeah, and her back. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But yeah, you bitch because Brock does, didn't fight and, and, and compete his title. And yet she's doing the same damn thing right now because she can't pull her head out of Seth Rollins' ass long enough to do anything. That's the fucking sad part of it all, is that they're making Seth, who is a really damn good champion, has been, who they need to turn heel, look yep. like a little lap bitch 
to a fucking Irish girl that's not even worth... But do we want a stupid blonde bimbo bitch who has no experience like Lacey Evans fucking management's ass along with Baron Coxstein Corbin getting this opportunity? That's not even the point here. That's not even the point here. The the point here, as fact at hand, is that Lacey Evans is a very talented woman wrestler. No one is willing to give her a chance because you're riding the Becky wagon. You can't see past Becky to see the potential of anybody else. That's the problem with a lot of the WWE women's fans. Men, men in general, too, only looking at her for one reason only. It's because they think she looks good, which what the hell ever. Even if I was lesbian, I wouldn't fuck her with a 10-foot pole. You cannot look past her for whatever fucking reason it is to give these other women upcoming a chance, such as Lacey Evans, who busts her ass and does what she's supposed to do. You're not giving her a chance. Because I'm not giving her a chance because she's right, right. Okay, I give you that. You're right, but okay. If she thinks she's so great, how come? I mean, maybe it's her character talking. Maybe it's not her character talking. Okay, she called the legends nasties this week. Okay, why didn't you fucking get in the ring with a Trish Stress? Why didn't you get in with Lita? Prove me wrong. You have done shit. You have basically done nothing. Nothing. Well, why, do, why does she have to get in the ring with a legend to prove anything to you? It, I mean, it, it's going to be the same thing whether it's a legend or up or a previous superstar. She's still going to display the same ability, the same skills, everything in the ring. There's going to be no difference between a, a legend and a, and a star today in her wrestling abilities, you know. And, and the legends, you know, they don't—they're not around. They—they they don't no. have. Trish Stratus is not shit to me. I'm sorry. I've never liked her. I never thought she was worth anything. I still don't think so. Well. She main evented Raw, and she did more for the women's division before these girls started okay, coming up. But like that's I said, right. But let's look at the fact at hand right now. Let's look at right now. This is what you're talking about. Let's look at right now. Everybody yeah. can't look past Becky Lynch. They can't. They won't. They choose not to. And it's a matter of fact of you have your favorites. We all do. But right. still, you've got to give everybody a chance. And Lacey right. deserves a chance. She fought to get to where she is today. Okay, I'm gonna uh, well, before the years out, however, we'll, we'll, we'll like I said here and now. We'll, we'll, your table, we've got this for now. Until until the years over, until the year is out, however, she's gonna have to prove me wrong. I still don't believe from it. And like I said, you should not be given. Like I said, you should be given other people a chance, like Ember Moon. You should be given people, like I said, Naomi a chance. But yet, like I said, you're bearing people like Nikki Cross and oh, and like I said, however, just because Charlotte, like I said, however, Charlotte. I mean, the thing is, Charlotte has had time after time. I'm given upon okay. her. Yes, Oscar's doing her thing with Kari saying yes. I understand that now. But the thing is, they lost their direction with her. And the thing is, that's a shame. Because Oscar had a world of potential even before she came up to okay. the roster. And then they pissed all over Okay, but let's look at this. Look, look back in, in, in the old days, you know. Um, yeah. You know, you, you had Ric Flair. You had certain ones that were, you know, as you say now, you know, debuting or whatever, um, maintaining, yeah. you know, WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. It's the same shit today. There's no change. 
you're you're main eventing the same people. Yep. Yep. Right. So there's no change. This is just a WWE freaking thing, and they need to they need to get past it. Right, and they're not going to because when you've got a racist, bigoted, sexist, egomaniacal person like Vince McMahon having his silver spoon shithead of a son Shane hogging all the spotlight and his boys like Elias McIntyre and Corbin, go figure. I'll tell you another guy who they've shit all over, and you'll agree with me on this one, Michelle, is your boy Bobby Lashley. If I'm Bobby Lashley right now, I'm telling WWE, give me my fucking release and let me go to AEW right now. they pissed all over him, they've done nothing with him, and they promised him everything. Agree with you on that. They have shit on him once again since day one, since his return. You know, they're making him look like Braun Strowman's little bitch. Okay, Braun is a big dude and whatnot. Yeah. You're not, you're not utilizing him. You're not utilizing Bobby Lashley. In, in my opinion, they both should walk. Yeah. Yeah. Elias. I agree. Elias should walk. Drew McIntyre right now, he should be fucking walking. They're not. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that, that's one guy I've been, I've been, I mean, as much as at times I disagree with him being Shane's little lapdog, I've said it before, and Chad's heard me say, you guys have heard me say it, I think Drew should be a champion at some point. They've not seen it. I'll tell you one thing that really right. pissed me off the other night was the whole thing. I know you're a fan of him a little bit, but I think he went a little too far in attacking Shaw the other night was Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler, I'm sorry. He should say, it should be about me, it should be about me, it should be about me. You were at home for six months collecting your paycheck, doing your comedy shit, however. You come back and you think it should be handed to you on a silver fucking platter that you should be champion? Bullshit. No way. I'm sorry. He did not deserve it. Okay. I'm going to stop you right there, too. Because the whole thing of Dolph was to get attention. Number one, that's why he did what he did to Shane. Number two, I think that they're going to start a, a feud between Dolph and The Miz. I want to see that. Yep. I would pay money to put my happy little ass in a seat to see those two fight, even though as much as I love them both. Um, it, 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 it's a showcase, J.D. It, 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 it's, let's build this up. They're grasping at straws right now. They got nowhere yes, to go. Yes, you they know? They, they've all got each other by the balls and nowhere to go. And that's the shit part of it all. So, right. you know, of course, Dolph, all about me, I do agree with him to a certain point. I do agree that he did get shit on to a certain point. But, and what he did with, you know, um, dropping the title and relinquishing and walking out, he should have done that. He should have done that. Yeah. That's just me. That's my opinion. He no, I When he did it Hold at the on, time, I said... Hold on, show the WWE fans and well, the WWE people his point. He had had enough. Yeah. You know, it, it was time for things to change. They didn't take him serious. So, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to take six months off and you bitches are going to pay me for it. Yeah. But at the time when he did it, I agree. He's, he comes back and then he says it should be back on him again. No, I'm sorry. You have to earn it. Earn it. And he did not earn it because Daniel Bryan was hurt at the time or he was going into the thing with Rowan and they got too panicky. The reason why they're panicky right now also too is, and I've said it before and Chad's heard me say, you've heard me say it before, is because Vince has one yes man in his office and he will never fire this guy as his main writer and that's that little bucktooth old beaver boy, Kevin Dickhead Dunn, who can't write a TV worth shit. I'm sorry, he's terrible as a writer. Uh, I, I agree with you there. But, you know, you're talking about championship title runs and, 
you know, whatnot and all that stuff. Why is Elias not worthy of that? Why is Drew McIntyre not worthy of that? Better yet, why are they not putting the Miz back into that title run? Um, even the yeah. IC title run. Why? Mm-hmm. You gave it to Finn and then you fucking took it from him. Bullshitly, you, you took it from him. Yeah, that was gonna be my next. That was Whoa. gonna be sorry, Chad. I'm sorry for hogging the spotlight, Chad. But that was gonna be my next question to you, Michelle. What is your take on this whole Finn in the new Bray Wyatt gimmick? I mean, what's your take on this whole thing? I I don't like it. I, I don't like it for shit. I don't think that's the answer. Making Bray Wyatt a better competitor. I mean, yeah. he is a good in ring competitor. He's phenomenal, and Mike, he's amazing. I don't mm-hmm. know why yeah. they had to go from the wicked, creepy, you know, back walking on his hands backwards character to let's put a fucked up mask on and play all this music that pierces people's ears and make it look cool. No, I I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. And another thing we've talked about before is the announcing too. I don't get it either. I mean, I'm tired of Corey Graves as an announcer. It's time to replace him with Tom Phelps. Hell, bring up freaking Nigel McGinnis or bring up Morrow. It's time to give Corey the boot. I'm sorry. It really is. But Corey is your heel um, commentator. Yes, he is. Well, I mean, well, he has some funny. I mean, he has some funny moments, but sometimes he takes it a little too far. And even Renee and Cole have to control him. And the thing that scares me is, though, when Cole retires, whether it's at the end of the year, this year, or next year, he is going to be your new voice of Raw, and that's scary. Because I don't know how he will take over as the Cole announcer. But I'll tell you right now, if you have him up there, Howard, and if Renee's still there by the time, whenever her contract's up, I don't know when it's up soon. I'm surprised right now she hasn't even told WWE yet at this point. I want out of my contract and going to AEW. She's going to be doing that post-show thing on SmackDown after Fox, however, when, when, uh, on Fox, however, after SmackDown moves to Fox in October. Right now, I think, however, like I said, mm-hmm. WWE is going to be walking on eggshells between now and the end of this year because right now they know that there is a new organization. I said this in my icebreakers this week. We can go back and listen. Is there is a new organization, and it's simply AEF and W. And they're going to, like you just said earlier, and we've talked about, they're going to bury WWE into the ground, I feel. Big time. Okay, we're going to wake up sleeping. Sorry, we're going to wake up sleeping beauty. No, no, I, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty's awake now. In JD's argument talking about Corey Graves, this is something that I have even said. You may have heard me say this from time to time. Corey Graves, yes. You are you're one hundred percent correct. He is a he is the next new generation of heel announcers. Okay. Yes. 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 That there's no question. Yes, I agree with that 110. percent And they need that, and they need that sort of advice. The same body they've been doing that for years. But in my personal opinion, and Michelle, you may agree or disagree with this, and I respect all opinions. Everybody here knows I respect everybody's opinion, regardless if I agree with it or not. I still respect it, and I won't. I don't say anything to the contrary. Let me go ahead and make my point. No matter how many times Corey Graves tries. Personally, just my personal opinion, he will never ever be able to fill the shoes of Jesse Ventura, Jerry Lawler, or heck, even uh, JBL. I had, yeah, I even give JBL the, the benefit of the doubt here 
and and being and being a top notch heel announcer. Corey Graves will never be able to even shine their shoes, let alone try to fill them. Fill them, in my personal opinion. I mean, I, I agree with you totally. I, I do. Um, I, I yeah. just feel that every panel. You know, we would all of us been watching wrestling for so many years. You got your good guy, you got your bad guy, then you got your fucking median person. You know, you got your tweener who who you know kind of leans both ways. Sterling, yeah, I agree with yeah. that. I agree. I agree with that. The, the Corey Graves is trying. I mean, listen to Raw. If you listen to Raw the other night, I was watching a thing from Raw the other the other night when uh, DX and Hall and Nash, which I'm sure. Michelle still finds Kevin Nash sexy at 60 years old, by the way. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would have, I would, I figured you would have. Yes. But you would have to agree hearing both Jerry Lawler and Corey Grace talk at the same time. You that had to send a little bit of a chill up your spine. Yes. I'm going to tell you who else looked really phenomenal was Jimmy Hart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would, I would agree with that. And of course, Hogan. Me, I was so surprised to see Hogan. Yeah, but let me also let me tell you what another surprise was, and I'm sure Michelle, you've heard us talk about this as well. We had a record. What was it, JD? Eight people win the 24/7 yep. title, and get yep. this: they gave and, and Michelle, if you notice the trend here, okay, they did a legends version of this run. Because about everybody, of course, with the exception of your two main 24-7 people, of course, obviously, R-Truth and Drake Maverick, you had pretty much about all the well-known superstars of the past hold this title. And let's see. Uh, uh, and, and, and I'm going to I'm gonna go through this. And then, you, J.D., you just tell me yes or no if I'm right about it, please. Yeah. Just let me, no let me go yep. Okay. Right. What, you told me, what you told me Monday night. I mean yep. – uh, from R Truth to Drake Maverick, obviously. Obviously. From Drake Maverick, it went to Pat Patterson. From Pat Correct. Patterson, it went to Gerald Briscoe. From Briscoe, yep. it went to Kelly Kelly. From Kelly yep. Kelly, it went to Candace Michelle. With, of yep. course, Molina being a referee MLD. Yeah, I have been Molina back on WWE TV in a long time. And then I'll top it all off. Alundra Blaze, Medusa, choking the living crap out of Candace Michelle by submission and yep. winning that belt. And then Alundra Blaze, instead of doing the thing like she, what she did on Nitro back in 1995, about to throw the belt in the trash, which I think a lot of people may have probably wanted her to see it. Was it like JD and, and it, myself? She was about to. She was about to. Yes, yeah. But, but, but if, you, if you agree with this, y'all, this was something that myself and JD and everybody else here has been talking about saying, that's what they need to actually do with that belt is throw it away because it's not really doing that much of a it's not that much, making that much of an impact. Pardon the pun. But anyway, Alundra Blaze was paid a thousand dollars by Ted DiBiase, and that was the first time. And I even read this. I read this last night on Wolfpack during our news segment. Now, JD, that this was a this Ted DiBiase. Michelle, listen to this. When when he won that belt, when he when he bought that belt off Alundra Blaze. That was the he has had the longest span since the last time he was a champion in WWE when he won that belt on Monday. Twenty six years. 
he million dollar man ted dibiase yeah. in there he held the tag belts with irs in 93 and that and after that that's the last belt he held until this past month this past monday when he bought that belt off of lunder place and then when ted dibiase was getting ready to leave with that belt who so happens to get it back then i think drake maverick and then it goes turn around and then it go right back again to R2. So the fun only yep, lasts. You got all the names. One night's time. Now, now JD, I got your opinion on this. MLD, yeah. this, this run with the 24 7 title involving the legends, your take here. Everybody that I named here, what do you think? What was your take here? Well, I mean, I think first and foremost, that little tidbit of, you know, the legends winning that thing was for the fans, you know. Mostly. <laughs> um, I mean, do I think that was a wise decision to do with them? Um, no, I don't. Um, do I think that the 24-7 belt should stay? Yes, I do. Because our truth is making the shit funny. I mean, he's, he's hilarious as hell. Him and Carmella together, they are funny together. Um but Drew Maverick just—he like needs to go on somewhere. He's like a little pissant. That's like I, I want to kick him in the nuts. He's driving me nuts, honestly. Um, but I thought it was a good, you know, show for the fans, you know. And I, I know that they, the fans were—I'm sure, you know. Oh, I'll eventually get it out. Same way, felt the same way as everybody else, you know. Great to see the old people, you know, the older people come back and all that and. Um, I, I do think that they should keep the belt, but I do think that they should um, change the name of it, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. 24-7, yeah, it's great. It's a great idea anytime, anywhere, any place, as long as you've got a ref, blah, blah, great. Um, but I think if you change the name of it and actually compete for it, like, you know, norm, like normally the rest of the people do, it might be better. But then again... You know, this right now is kind of like a cat and mouse game, and the fans are liking it, and you know, the chasing and the, you know, I, I don't know, I'm I'm in between on it. Now, what was it I heard, JD? I think it was something I saw a video on YouTube or, or something at that Comic Con they had in California the other week that our truth actually did a title defense of that belt at Comic Con. I think it yeah. was. Yeah. yeah. He did. He did. He did a. I don't know who it was, but they said Drake Maverick. Ma- even, at, yeah, Maverick. Yeah. Yeah, and and Maverick was dressed as a. Uh, um. Oh gosh, Banana. I don't know. What, was that was that, uh, Yeah, because his girl, because his wife and all, uh, haven't had his bananas. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's something. I was just gonna say. There's something called with Drake Maverick and Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. He's never gonna score. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and that, that reminds me, our truth drove off in a limousine on Monday night with Drake's wife. I left Carmella with Drake Maverick. Yeah, like, Ooh. which was great. Yeah. yeah so, so, uh, so ba- ba- basically, basically, you know, we heard about Michelle a, a real boost in the ratings as far as Raw went. Obviously, this is go- uh, this is a this is obviously a one-time thing because you know. That obviously, that in order to possibly get those high ratings like they used to, they gotta have something special happen. 
And this, and normally when you have the legendary superstars pop on, that's all it is is primarily a one shot deal. Um, and afterwards, it's going to start slipping again here. I mean, what was your overall take of the special Raw reunion? I mean, I thought it was good. I think that there were, there, well, there was a lot of them that I read that rejected coming, which I was kind of uh, disappointed about. I could have, I could have done without seeing John Cena. That that's number one, first and foremost. Um, but. You know, like I said, I mean, it was the boogeyman. You know, Hogan. Hogan of all people is the one I was really the most shocked to see. Um, the Hurricane. Like, I love him. I love, I love him. I think he's awesome. And uh, I don't really know if he's staying with Ring of Honor or what. But he's a pretty. He's like a producer now with WWE. I know they did. It. Table for three discussed with him in the Hardys recently. And table for three, that was really good, by the way. You guys, guys, gotta check that out. Um, why did you invite Jillian Hall? I, I, I was like, oh, I was about to cringe there. Um, kid me, I didn't. Are you serious? She was there. Yeah, you didn't see her. Go back and watch it again. Yeah, yeah, thank God she didn't sing. Thank God she did not sing. I don't think my ears could have taken it. At least on this uh, site, yeah, I mean, at least on this site, Mike Bennett wasn't P-whipped with her. That's to say, even though Maria was screaming bloody murder at her husband again. Okay, yeah. So that's another thing that's really fucking stupid. That they're doing with Mike and Maria. That's really stupid shit. Yep. And they could come up with something a hell of a lot better for those two. Uh, oh my God! I'm I'm so disgusted with the way that WWE is doing them. Um, Mike should have stayed on uh, TNA at this point, and just and stayed the fucking miracle, and just asked for more money at this rate. But yep. But anyways, Raw reunion said it was good. I love seeing a lot of them. Um, but my mo- of course it was I I got to see Booker T. He's always been one of my favorites. I love Booker T. But it was re- like Hogan. Hogan looked really good. Jimmy Hart looked good. I mean Jerry Briscoe and uh Gerald Briscoe and, and Pat they look good. They look really good to me. Um I you know, I just would have liked to, you know, seen more and of course Kevin Nash and Scott Hall and D X. It was it was great. It was it was just pretty good. Well, y'all, I just read this read a story here on 411 Mania. It is AEW related, so I'm sure JD, you and Michelle are all ears now, since yep. I said the, those three letters. <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently, Cody, anything Cody. <laughs> if, 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 if Michelle likes talking about the fruit of my loins. Yes, <laughs> Cody and Dustin, Cody and Dustin, my loins. Oh, by, oh, by the way, on this day, on this day back in 1986, Michelle in Greensboro, Dusty Rhodes defeated Ric Flair for the NWA World Title about several weeks. But yeah. it was a JD of a couple weeks later, yeah, yeah. Ric Flair defeated Dusty back in the belt. That was one. That was one. That was one of their better matches. But I still think one of the better matches they had, obviously, was the uh, match in the Omni. Circuit E5 The Gathering. That was a hell of a match, I remember. Anyway, anyway, right here, here's here's the story I was talking about here. 
Apparently, during SummerSlam weekend, there are now matches that have been announced that will pit wrestlers from AEW versus wrestlers from Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. Ooh. OWE announced that AEW stars will be in Toronto competing at OWE's event on August the 7th over SummerSlam weekend. Here are some of the details right here. Uh, the Living Legends at Super Scene, and this is at uh, their Oriental Wrestling Entertainment's Twitter account at 2 p.m. Uh, yesterday. The Living Legends at Super SEMA 11:15 and at FAC Daniels, I guess that's Christopher Daniels, are invited yeah. to a private party. Can at Mark Quinn and at Isaiah Cassidy uh, oh. at AEW Wrestling latest full-time signees pull off a huge upset. Uh, another one, the biggest opportunity in young hashtag OWE standout Gaia Hawks career on August 7th. He takes on AEW wrestling star Sammy Guevara. Okay. Uh, uh, let me see. Oh, let me hear oh, another one here. Uh, let me see. Uh, let's see. L. Lindemann from OWE versus Brandon Cutler, EW. Um, that night, uh, and <clears throat> also, of course, a video right, of course, a video on here, Bleacher Report Live posted the post show segment with Cody Rhodes and various AEW wrestlers following the fight for the Fallen show. Believe it or not, they also posted the Lucha Brothers challenging the Young Bucks for AEW All Out. Mm-hmm. Oh, ho, ho. I think that's a ladder match too. They said I think that's gonna be a ladder match on yeah. the screen now. So 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 y'all and AEW is gonna make another impact this time. They're going. It's a big time partnership with Oriental Wrestling Entertainment, which seem I believe or not, I think is their is the president of that if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. If I read that. Yeah. So that's not correctly. Uh, guys. What does this mean for Summers? Is, is this going to hurt SummerSlam, in your opinion? Big time. Yep. Big time. Big time because 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 like they have they've sold out take they've sold out Summer Scam or SummerSlam whatever you want to call it. They haven't sold out Takeover just yet. And I mean you're going into WWE's back. You're going in into a WWE when WWE has their biggest party of the summer, and you're telling me how are right now how are that WWE is not really right now worried now more than ever, especially with AEW and OWE competing in the same area that they're going to be competing in. Yeah, they're going to be scared shitless, and they're going to be scared even more shitless at the end of August when CM Punk shows up in Chicago. Oh sweet Jesus! And they're really? saying that, that's even that, that that's so 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 up in the air. And it even that's not even confirmed yet. It could happen. That's not, it could happen. Are you, are you really are you really still talking about CM Punk, JD? Yes, and it's going to happen, Michelle, because where else would it happen than in Chicago? And if you want to make a splash and really knife WWE, and I mean really stick the knife fully in and twist it sideways into Vince's belly, this is the time to do it, Howard. This is the time to say, Vince McMahon, we're going to screw you even harder by taking one of your guys, a guy who didn't amount for shit, part of the pun in UFC, and now it's going to be one of our bigger names in AEW when he can compete with a Kenny Omega, a John Moxley, a Jericho again. 
That's what I want to see. I mean, if not him, then bring in his wife, A.J. Lee. I'll, I'm going to stop you right there. CM Punk cannot be Kenny Omega. I'm not saying he's going to, but that will be a hell of a match. So. CM Punk can mm. beat John Moxley all he wants. I don't give a shit. Yes. Love to see it. But Kenny Omega, it won't happen. What about CM Punk versus Cody? I know you love Cody and Shovel. What if that would be a dream match there? Cody and CM Punk there. It's not really a dream match. Cody would wipe the floor with him. Okay. Sorry. I have all no. I have all of faith in my Rhodes boys. All I know you do. And I and I'm not discrediting them. I'm looking I, right I, now I think I'm, I'm CM yeah. Punk to me is washed up. Run his mouth. He said enough shit. He tried the UFC thing. A funny thing is he never fought Brock, which, you know, he really would have got his ass stomped then. Oh, yeah. Um, Big time. Agree there. Yeah. You know, you, he, he, to me, he's burned, he's burned his bridges, and he doesn't deserve to be in AEW. That's just me. Yeah. He burned his – you're right. He burned his bridges, but the reason why he burned his bridges is because WWE fucked him over how many times? Hunter fucked him over. Finn Did they not fuck Cody over? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. I agree. They did okay. Cody over, too. Yes. But they fucked Punk over more than anything when they promised Punk everything, and the same way with Cody. Like I said, that's the problem. Vince has got to step aside and let Hunter run the business. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, and you're going to say, holy shit, it's going to snow. I mean, let Stephanie get back on TV. I know she's not on TV that much anymore. She's doing a lot of promotional work and mother-wife duties. I understand. Hunter's got the NXT thing running his way, Howard. I think it's time for Vince and Shane to step aside and let someone else step in. I mean, I don't even want to say... I'm not trying to be a bitch, but yeah. when you talk about, you know, CM Punk getting fucked, no. Let's talk about Cody Rhodes getting fucked and look at where he is now and look yeah. at what he's doing to them. Laughing in Vince's face. You know, and it's a beautiful thing. Like I said, CM Punk burned his bridges. Cody didn't do shit to them to, to get nope. what he got. No, I agree. I agree. That's one thing you and I are agreeing on. Yes, I agree 100% with you on there. Yep, no doubt. Um, like I said, he's going to laugh in Vince's face October 2nd. October 2nd, yeah. he'll laugh it up. If, 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 I may be, if, I may be, if I may be so bold here, uh, guys, for just one second. Uh, to kind of, because it seems that both of y'all are, both of y'all here are, have a bunch of uh, energy. And we'll stick around here. We'll go a little bit. We're going. We're already past eleven o'clock. We're going a little bit past this. If y'all go up to it, how about based on, of course, the Android app WWE Champions? I have a roster of fantasy matches. How would you like to go through a few of those? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Game. Let's do it. And and, uh, just to let you know, um, Caleb is here too. He can he can participate. Oh, nice. And also. And also, Caleb is also invited for our, our next prediction title challenges. And Michelle, he's also invited to come back to the Raw and SmackDown uh, panel chat boxes on Facebook if he wants well, to come back. Yeah, we appreciate we appreciate that. But school's getting ready to start back up, so that's going to be his focus. <laughs> when's it, when's his first day back, Michelle? The ninth of August. Jeez, Louise, my niece—that's crazy. Yeah. My nieces are going to start. I think the—I think they're starting. I want to say the 26th, but I think it's the 23rd. I heard today. 
So it's it's crazy. This summer's going by. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the twenty sixth down here at Monday. It was the last Monday of August. Yeah, I think my yeah. Usually, I think it's the same way here, but I think it might be the Thursday before. I don't know if my sister knows the answer. I'll I'll find out tomorrow. But yeah, it's so weird how he starts our two days before SummerSlam. Go figure. Okay. And he'll and be a freshman in high school. Oh yeah, there you go. You're right. Very good. And Michelle, by I'm the way, babe watching. And by the way, Michelle, from the, from the Extreme Rules Prediction Title Challenge, uh, believe it or not, Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziggler did pick out a belt before I had a chance to ask you about one. So the remaining belt we had left, and we had gave it to you. You are now the new WCWS. U-30 champion. Uh, oh, okay. Yes, Bobby got the spine buster. Oh, by the way, the only non-WCWS belt I have was the Impact TV title. And Michelle, all I got to say is you're talking to the man right now that picked it out. JD did. So you might want to talk to him. I'm coming for you, JD. Oh! I know you are. I'll be ready for you. And I might be, you know what? You know what? I think I'm I, I'm going to take it one step ha- harder. With SummerSlam just around the horizon, and my oh, girl yeah. facing Natalia, I'm putting that belt on the line against you. Okay. All right, Michelle. Challenge time here. Um, JD's putting up the new Impact U.S. Television Championship. Mm. Mm-hmm. Becky, and I'm, Becky and Natty in, at SummerSlam. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, well, really? Well, no. Pick a different match. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about, about Trish? Uh, I got it. Trish and Charlotte. <laughs> uh, what about Trish? No, what about Trish? Okay. <laughs> Let me think. Trish and Charlotte won't go. Okay. Brock and Seth ain't gonna go. Uh, Kofi and Randy. Uh, we don't have the yes, whole card Kofi yet. Set up. Kofi and Randy. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That's, All right. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. Okay, we'll do that one. All right. That sounds like a plan. All right. We well, got the Viper, comes... and I got I got I got I got uh, Mr. Uh, Trouble in Paradise. Okay, that sounds like a that sounds like a that's a that's a, that's a fair shake. I agree with that. Okay. Michelle's going to unstack your pancakes, Judy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, here we go. Here Believe in the power of positivity. <laughs> yes, and she's going to butter them too. You don't shut up. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. The roster of fantasy matchups from WWE champions. If you play that game on Android, I think Caleb might know what that game is. Uh, be sure to check that game out. Okay. And these, and these are not. These are not up to date here. Okay. AJ Styles versus Alberto Del Rio. Oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, AJ Styles. Okay. What do you say, JD? AJ, because Del Rio's going to get his ass knocked out in UFC against freaking Tito Ortiz. Uh, Caleb, what do you say there, bud? AJ versus Alberto Del Rio de Janeiro. Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. What is he? What is really he saying? Really, thinking Michelle? about that? Oh 
Um, El Taco do Rio. You know, it's just. Hey, hey, Michelle, yo, he can't do Taco Bell. Yeah, hold on. Is that what you're? You're not picking him, right? I'm gonna say AJ because probably yeah, would ask to come in AJ's house and cook him a taco. Man, that's what I mean. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Him and his good father. <laughs> yeah, give her a Give her a That was good, That was good. That's not, not too shabby. Okay, next matchup here, guys. Next matchup here. Andre the Giant versus Arn Anderson. Ooh. Andre the Giant versus Double A Arn Anderson. Oof. I'm going to say Arn Anderson. Ooh, okay. Caleb, we got a couple of legends here, bud. Andre and Double A. Who do you say? What do you say? Andre, Double A. What do you say? I'm not Andre getting... the Giant was like seven foot tall. And... I know who I'd be Double A. Arn Anderson was part of the Four Horsemen. Yeah, with Flair. He was with Flair. Yeah. Andre the Giant's literally got squishing. Uh, he said Andre the Giant. Okay, JD, what do you say? Andre or Arn? Yeah, Andre Andre's just a little too bit big. I hate to say it, Arn Anderson might get squashed here. Okay. And by the way, that's special on HBO. It's pretty darn good. If you guys get a chance to watch it, definitely check it out. Okay. Next matchup here, guys. King Barrett versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Wait a minute. Wait, Barrett? What? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it, it may be. That's why AEW hasn't talked with him yet. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's all right. So, yeah. King, King Wade Barrett versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Dan. Yeah. I've got some bad news for you, buddy. Barrett for me. <laughs> okay. Caleb, uh, Wade Barrett versus Big uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Crap, I almost screwed that up. By the way, Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> Next year, guys, Bam Bam in the Hall of Fame. Well deserved. Yes. Good. <clears throat> and that, too. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got some bad news. He says Barrett. He says Barrett. JD, what do you say? Barrett versus Bam Bam. I've got bad news for both of you guys. His name is the Beast from the East, however, and he is from New Jersey, and he is going to do some damage. So I'm going to take Bammer. Okay. Next matchup here, guys. Batista versus the Big Boss Man. Oh, fuck duck. Shit. Damn it. Which Batista <laughs> said he will never step in the ring again. Already made that clear. And his movie has oh, really no. bombed, which is unfortunate because I thought that movie was going to be damn funny too. Oh man! I'm going to say a draw, Chad. Okay, Caleb Batista versus the Big Boss Man. <laughs> well. I didn't know Big Boss Man, so I'm going to say Batista. What have you done, Farton? I'm going to say 
Don't fart it out your ass. Just say who you're going to choose. <laughs> <laughs> who was it again? <laughs> he said the big boss, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the animal, Dave Batista. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, the animal's gonna be put down through some hard times. The big boss man's gonna cuff him. Oh, okay. All right. Next matchup. Match. Ooh, that is kinky. Anyway, uh, next matchup here. Uh, by the way, uh, Michelle and Caleb. JD just built his brand new home on the island of beautiful men. By the way, Michelle, there's a, it's, a, it's something I heard off an old Johnny Bravo cartoon. If you want to know, that, that's where I got that. Okay. Yes, you'll have to listen. That's where you have to get the quote from. Michelle. Oh, you didn't used to watch that? What? Johnny Bravo? Yeah, I love, I love Johnny Bravo. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Whoa, Whoa, is that blonde hair Elvis of like? Yeah, Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Johnny Bravo. Okay, yeah, okay. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, he was that blonde hair. He always wanted, he always went after the chicks. There you go. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> he wore anyway. blue britches and a black shirt, right? Right, he wore sunglasses and had big, big blonde hair. Oh. Yeah. Don't mess with his hair. You can't mess with his hair because he has to fit oh. Yeah. Anyway, next matchup here. Big Big e versus Big John Stud. Who was the first one you broke up? Big E versus Big John Stud. Oh, holy shit, monkeys. I have to go with Big E. I absolutely love Big E. All right, Caleb. Big E versus Big John Stud. You're going to have to say Big E because you don't know Big John Stud. <laughs> Big John Stud is 6'10, 364. Yeah, Big E because he doesn't know who John Stud is. Michelle, you may school him in the way of the classic wrestling. Say that again, Chan. School, you need to school Caleb in the way of the classic wrestling. I know. I, I'm. Tr I'll do. John. Yes. John Stud. John to answer your question, Caleb. Was from my neck of the woods. He was six foot ten, three sixty four. He was the one who was body slammed by Andre the Giant. The first WrestleMania, fifteen grand was lost out on. I mean, he was one guy you, I mean, who always thought he was the true giant compared to Andre. But uh, he was also missed by a weasel, Bobby Keenan. And he also won uh, the Royal Rumble in nineteen eighty nine. By the way. Yep. Yep, that's right. And he was an actor, too. He appeared with Andre in the 1984 romantic comedy Mickey and Maude from Blake Edwards. I have that on DVD, actually. Good movie, actually. J.D. Biggie, of course, we know about him, however, being a member of the New Day. Of course, a former NXT champion in his own right. Stud, of course, a member of the Heenan family. You can't go against the Weasels family in this one. I'm taking Big John Stud on this one. Sorry, I had to get a little something to drink. Of course, that 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 drink by Mr. WSWS is being brought to you tonight by Mountain Dew Liberty Brew. Fifty flavors of Mountain Dew in one drink, ladies and gentlemen. Sure, try in the twenty ounce bottle and in the fridge back here today. And tell as a limited edition. Be sure to check that out here today. Tell Mr. WSWS said we salute it and it's Liberty Delicious. 
Oh, Lord. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, I tell you, it'd be interesting if I got you, you got any free stuff in movies plus. It'd be fun. Anyway, next matchup here at MLD, I'll ask you first. Big Show versus Booker T. Oh, Booker T, hands down. Caleb, Big Show versus Booker T. <laughs> um, uh, uh, big, big Show, big, big, big Show. What are you, a broken big, record? Big, big, big Show, big, show big, 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 big Show. show. Big Show's going to beat your Booger Man. Booker! Booger! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make him into a boogery. Booger. Well, yeah, yeah. But Booker T, Booker T, Booker T. JD, Big Show versus Booker T. <laughs> Booker T, Big Show's going in the Hall of Fame next year. You really think so? There's been talk about it. There's talk about him and Kane going in next year. There has been some discussion, I heard. Yes. No. You put Taker in there before you put anybody else. I don't care what anybody else. Yep, I agree. Yeah, there you go. You got to put Taker in there. And that, too, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle's probably going to love me or hate me for this next one. I'm going to take a shot at this anyway. Brett the Hitman Hart versus Brock Lesnar. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Not um, I have to go with my beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm listening to him. I'm sorry. It's Larry. I have to go with my beef. Okay. Caleb Bret Hart versus Brock. Bret Hart. Do you even know Bret Hart? Yeah. Okay. I don't really know anything about him, but um, but since he's related to um Cat Lady. Cat Lady. I'm pretty sure he's related <laughs> to Cat Lady somehow. Yes, that's me. So um. Yeah, we're not going that route, but um, yeah, I'm saying the beast. Okay. And by, and by the way, Michelle, I read why Bret Hart did not attend the same Monday night. Why oh, was he afraid yeah. to be attacked by another fan? No, because he wanted to enjoy the summers of Calgary. Uh. And he was not going to leave there until next month before he goes back out and does anything else. I don't blame him. I mean, he, I mean, he uh-huh. hadn't. I don't blame him one bit at all. That's why he said, and everybody thought it had something to do with him appearing at Double or Nothing back in May, but it wasn't. That that was the reason. So it's because he wanted to enjoy Calgary in the summer. That was that's from 411 Mania. If you want to go back and get look at that story, JD Bret Hart versus Brock. Ah, uh, sorry, Brett. You're not going to be. Uh, the best there is, was, and ever will be. Brock's going to just show no mercy on you at all. Okay, there you go. Next matchup here, Cactus Jack versus Chris Jericho. <gasps> oh, no. I don't like him as Cactus Jack. Y2J the whole way. Okay. Caleb, Cactus Jack was one of the three faces of Hall of Famer Mick Foley. Yeah. 
By the way, if you want to, just in case you know who Mick, doing Mick Foley is Cactus Jack. Man, I, I know. I know. Okay, Man. versus Y2J, Chris Jericho. Who's your choice? <clears throat> Today, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> he said cactus jack because he sounds real prickly. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> we need cactus jack versus Jericho. Prickly, hmm. Interesting. Sorry, Kelf. You gotta soak it in, man. Drink <laughs> it in, man. Drink it in, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of prickly, JD, you need to you need to have your men friends on that island get some of that off of you. Oh man, okay, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, next matchup here: Dean Ambrose versus Diamond Dallas Page. Oh fuck, DDP, all the way. There you go, Caleb. Uh, Dean Ambrose, and then you now know him as John Moxley in AEW, taking on Diamond Dallas Page. DDP. 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 Yeah. Yeah, he said DDPP, but he means DDP. Just joking around. DDP. That's my kid. Self high team. All right, JD. Dean Ambrose versus DDPP. Yeah. DDP will win because later on, Dean Ambrose will get the bang at home with Renee. Oh, and JD, oh my God. Oh, God. And JD. Is here. Hello. Michelle, with all respect, JD, I hate to say it, but you're in trouble. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, speaking of Mick Foley, he's back in the mix again here, but other under a different persona this time. As we have Diesel versus Dude Love. <gasps> Diesel. Yeah. Caleb Diesel, uh, who was the alter ego of Kevin Nash versus Dude Love, which is another alter ego of Mick Foley. <laughs> Diesel, which is Kevin Nash, or uh, Dude Love, which is Mick Foley. He says Mick Foley. Okay. Diesel, Diesel versus Dude Love. There's going to be a truck running over Dude Love, and there will be no love for Mick Foley on this one again. Sorry, Diesel's going to run him over with a semi. And Caleb, don't be surprised if your mom is going to bed tonight with Diesel's tights laying in her bed. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to back the board on that one. <laughs> okay. Next one here. This one might be academic here uh, because I think Kayla may not know who one of these guys is, but I'm just going to do the match anyway. Finn Balor versus George the Animal Steel. Hmm. Yeah. Balor Club. There you go. I think Kayla might be academic. I think he might not know who one of who one of these guys, but 
Let's just see what he says. George the Animal Steel. He's from way back. I thought you said Seal. Oh, yeah, nice. Green Tongue. Steel, <laughs> <laughs> not Seal. Steel. Steel. S-T-E-L-E. He was the teacher or, 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 or the professor. Trying to tell him he didn't make Steel. No, he didn't make Steel. Okay. Pick a damn. I said Seal, not Steel. Whatever, just pick something. Ben Bowers. <laughs> He said Finn Bauer. I heard him. He said Finn Bauer. All right, all right, JD. Oh yeah, he's Finn. a big Finn Bauer fan. Okay. And I'll say okay. make it make it three. I'm gonna take Finn as well. Okay. Now these next the next two matches here are going to feature two different personas of the same wrestler. Okay, that's want to keep that in mind. All right. So think about that very carefully when I say these next two matches. The first one is Goldberg. Versus Gold Dust as we know him today. Gold Dust. Okay, Caleb. Goldberg versus Gold Dust as we know him today. No, JD can do that better than I can. I can. <sighs> and that scared Caleb. Calculating, calculating on how to what he said. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna say gold dust. Yeah, gold dust. Okay. I don't know. Because <clears throat> I'll kick your ass if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, he said. Okay, JD Goldberg versus Goldust as we know him today. Goldust. Woo! That's a good impression. <laughs> okay, the next one here. When I said that the next one, when both of these feature two different personas of the same wrestler. This is who I mean. The next match is Goldust from his debut. Versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. Gold dust. I cannot stand Greg the Hammer Valentine. I cannot stand that son of a bitch. Oh my god. Oh, I remember that because of that we talked about years ago. Yeah, I remember. Okay, I get it. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what Michelle's young man has to say right here. Oh. Uh, he's a freaking loser. That's what he is. He was in a couple good matches in his career. Uh, the dog car was Roddy Piper and uh, Tito Santana. He ain't seen any of that, dear. Well, if he had the network, he could go back and watch it on YouTube maybe and try to find it. The dog car match with Piper, one of the most graphic matches of all time at the first Starcade. Yeah, and Michelle, maybe we might need to hit, hit through the video vault. Maybe the, we might have some of those matches in it. I don't okay. know. I don't know, but we'll have to look and see. I haven't checked You'll that have check I think there's some we have up. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get some more matches on that vault, by the way. Once I get my computer back, hopefully I'll put them out. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, 
He said gold dust. He said gold dust. All right, JD. Gold dust. Make it three. Yeah, make it three. All right. Okay. Next one here features. There you go. Next this one here. The next three matches, guys, features legend versus legend. I'll let you know about that. The next three matches. Okay. The first one here, the honky tonk man versus the iron sheet. Ooh. Ooh, that's tough. Honky tonk man underrated as shit. Um I'll say draw. Uh Michelle, would Caleb know either one of these two guys? No, I'm going to say the same thing for him because he has no idea who either one is. The Honky Tonk Man or the Iron Sheik? Honky Tonk Man was an Elvis wannabe, Caleb. And the Iron Sheik, obviously, was... He he says he's picking the Iron Sheik. Go figure. Okay. All right, J.D., Honky Tonk Man versus the Iron Sheik. Listen to me, Honky Tonk Man, you stupid chaperone. I'm the honest sheik. So you are a stupid chaperone Elvis wannabe. You will listen to the sheik when you speak to me. Because I'm sheiky, baby. I'm taking the sheik. The sheik was one of the greatest heels of all time. You cannot argue against a man from who was a Pan-American guy and also was a world champion at one time. Tag team man world. Okay, alright. Next match up here, IRS versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, IRS. Caleb, IRS versus Jake the Snake Roberts. IRS needs to go in the Hall of Fame, too. Mike Rotunda, he needs to be in there. Yeah, he does. He really does. All-American at Syracuse. Also a varsity club member. Yes. He was the one that... is the grandfather to uh, Bray Wyatt and... um, the other white boy. I, I, mean, I thought that was Bray Wyatt's son. I thought it was Bray Wyatt's son. I'm saying son. I'm sorry. I'm saying Bray Wyatt's uncle uh, because Barry Wyndham and the Wyndham family are related to the Rotunda family. I, I got, I, I'm brain dead. He said, what do you say again, Caleb? Oh, Jake the Snake. I said Jake the Snake. Snake? Snake. Okay. All right, J.D. IRS versus Jake the Oh, poor IRS might have to is thinking he's gonna have to write off poor little Jake the Snake. Sorry, unfortunately IRS however might have something more than to write off and then he's gonna get snake bit. Enter the snake pit if you dare, but stay if you must. I'm taking Jake the Snake. You cannot go against the snake here. Okay. Next one here, Jerry the King Lawler versus Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh the ho! <laughs> That's what he used to say. Um, oh. That's what John Cena oh, called no, no. you. A ho. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to say draw again. I, I can't pick. Um, uh, Jerry King, uh, Lawler, he was one of the announcers. Yeah, yeah Jerry King. Um, 
the one the one similarity that Jerry Lawler and Jim Duncan had, Caleb, was because every time Jerry Lawler saw a female comparator, he got wood, and Jim Jim, Jim Duncan carried wood. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, forget. Oh, God. Boy. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. <laughs> gonna slap me now. I just told her to say something. <laughs> oh, God. I'm Michelle, I'm no, sorry. I'm you got a point. I mean, yeah, that is yeah. true. Yeah. JD, Jerry Lawler versus Jim Duggan. <laughs> There's only one true king of wrestling, however, and his name is Jerry the King Lawler, not that uh, greatest IC champion of all time, the Honky Tonk Man, even though he's a Hall of Famer. Jerry the King Lawler goes in. There you go. Next up here, may he rest in peace, Jim Namble Nightheart versus John Cena when he was a member of the Chain Gang. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Yes, indeed. Caleb, Jim Neidhart versus John Cena as a member of the chain game. Jim Neidhart is Nat, Nat, Natalia's daddy. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely John Cena. Brett's brother. Nope. You're picking John Cena? Yeah, I don't want nothing to do with a kitty lady. No offense to anyone out there, but the you kitty lady. <laughs> <laughs> he calls Natalia the kitty lady. Is that what, is that what he's saying? He calls Natalia the kitty lady. The kitty lady. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, she might I'm be not the next woman champion, possibly, Caleb. She might beat my girl at SummerSlam in Canada. I'm telling you right now, it's a very oh, good chance the there. She could. And, and, and Caleb, your mother may beat JD's high bid, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right, JD, Nightheart versus Cena as a member of the chain gang. <laughs> Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Can you not go wrong with the Anvil? He'll lay down the Anvil right on freaking Cena's skull. Now, I don't know. I don't know if you want if you want to pick pick any either one in this next match. I will go and tell you both of them are different versions of John Cena. I'm sorry, but that's what I got. Uh, moving on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, then we'll pass. Then we'll pass on that one. Okay. All right. Next match up here: Junkyard Dog versus Kalisto. Oh, JYD. Yeah. Uh, Caleb, the Junkyard Dog versus Kalisto. Having a debate. Hold on. <laughs> uh, I hope it's. I hope it's not a mess. There, no, I can't say. Uh, it. No. Uh, uh, I, I can't uh, say uh, it. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I'll be in trouble if I did. Junkyard <laughs> yeah, okay. dog, because Kalisto obviously cannot defend himself or beat anybody in WWE right now, currently. So I'm gonna have to say that. Thank you. Whoa. Thank you, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, JD, JYD versus Kalisto, JD. Definitely JYD. You can't go against the dog. Yeah. And if you did, somebody would slap. Okay, never mind. Anyway. That's Butch Reed about that, the infamous uh, match they had back at Mid-South in 84, one of the best matches of all time. Okay. <clears throat> 
Now, these next two, I'm hoping Michelle does not hurt me because I came up with these. This was a while back when I came up with these matches. <clears throat> One of them, I can't, I can't tell you for certain because I'm not certain about how I did. I have to go back and look it over. Um, excuse me, this one right here. Kane, Kane, when he was doing the director of operations gimmick, Versus Kevin Nash when he was doing the NWO Black and White. Nash. <laughs> How did I know that? All right, <laughs> Caleb Kane as director of operations or Kevin Nash as the member of the NWO Black and White. Draw? <laughs> I don't even know who they are. I know Kane, and I know the other dudes y'all talked about. But I'm going to just say Kane, just for the heck of it. Okay. All right, J.D. Kane doing the director of operations gimmick versus Kevin Nash as NWO Black and White. Kevin Nash is going to jackknife Mr. COO Kane right to the floor. D-O-O, not COO, D-O-O. Director of operations. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's, he's going going to get rid of the pen. Okay, to do. (laughs) Okay. All right, next one here. I'm hoping Michelle does not hit me for this match. Nash as a member of the NWO versus Kevin Owens. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, holy shitballs. Yeah. Um, oh, my God, my nose itches. You need to stop drinking so much caffeine. I didn't even drink um, any. Uh, oh, that's really shit. Oh, God. That's oh, really mean when you yell. When did I yell? When you were earlier talking to D.D. You were, like, <laughs> yelling. <laughs> she didn't hear me yelling at him. He'll tell you. I feel so bad for people's ears right now. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caleb, the thing about it is, no disrespect to J.D., Michelle always wins the argument. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes, she does. That, that's, that's very true. That's very true. I'm not going to disagree with that. There's very mere amount of truth in that. There's no doubt about it. Okay, uh, no disrespect. I'm here all fucking week. I'm taking a bow now. Thank you. Okay, all right. Yeah, Kevin Nash, but in, in, in the NWO Wolfpack colors versus Kevin Nash. I'm going to say Nash. Okay. Well, you say, thank Caleb. Uh, Kevin Nash is part of the NWO Wolfpack versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Nash is the wolf, the red and blue, fuck shit, red and black NWO. Red and black. You said red and blue. Red and black versus Kevin Owens. KO. Hey, Kevin Owens. Guys. Kevin Owens. He said Kevin Owens. Okay. All right, JD. You heard the you heard the choices. Tail chose right. Tail wisely there. Simply put, <laughs> fight, fight Owens, fight. I'm thinking KO as well. Uh-huh. SummerSlam KO. SummerSlam KO. 
All right, next mat next matchup here, Kofi Kingston versus Luke Harper. Kofi Kingston. And then, you know Luke Harper's not wrestling there anymore. This is this is before he left. He might be coming back soon. They said. Are you kidding? Well, he's coming back. Talk about it. I heard. Yep. Huh. Yeah. Kale says Kofi too, and now he's singing about teriyaki chicken. There you go. I'm I'm saying Kofi as well. Okay. Next matchup here, and Michelle, we go. We use the last face of Nick Foley, mankind taking on Mark Henry. Oh, I love Mark Henry. But I have to say, mankind. He's my favorite character of Mick Foley. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you're taking. Mankind. Mankind. All right, Caleb, mankind, which is the final face of the three faces of Mick Foley versus Mark Henry. The world's strongest man, Mark Henry, against. Mankind, the last face of Nick Foley. Oh, Mankind sorry. was the one that wore the mask. Yeah, he, he wore that leather mask. Yeah. I, I, I think Mark Henry, because I like Mark Henry, because he's just really funny. He's, he's, he's up for a uh, single, too. Sing, I asked him yesterday. Uh, he's very nice. I talked to him yesterday. What the hell are you talking about, boy? Oh, he's a he, well, he talked. Okay, oh, oh, Lord. I, oh, I love to hear that conversation. That'd be cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. AD Mankind versus Mark Henry. I love Mick Foley as much as the next guy, Howard, and the three personas as well. Dude Love, well, Dude Love, I mixed emotional, but Cactus and uh, Mankind, I like. Dude Love is a little iffy at times, but. I hate to say, mankind, however, there'll be uh, no kind words to say. Welcome to the Hall of Pain. Mark Henry's going to put you down. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, we'll do a couple more before we end, end up here for the night. Uh, this one's going to be fun. Michelle might even find this one kind of funny. Mr. McMahon versus Neville. <laughs> Neville. <laughs> Caleb, Vince McMahon taking on Neville. Uh, 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 I think I think I'm gonna win. I think I'm gonna win. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, he'll he'll win. Woo! <laughs> Will have no testicles after it's all said and done when he gets red arrowed right there in the center of the ring. I'm taking Neville. Okay. All right. Next one here. 
next one here. Now these next two, I'm hoping the show will forgive me on on, what I, on these two matches here. By the way, but I'll go ahead here now. Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff taking on Randy Orton as the Legend Killer. <laughs> oh, R K O. <laughs> Uh, uh, Caleb, uh, pick wisely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul Orndorff or Randy Orton? As a legend killer. Stop laughing about Vince McMahon still. <laughs> 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 he says Randy Orton. Okay. And Randy, if you ever said back in the day, however, what was it to uh, what was it to Ferris? I think it was Moore, something like that. He said, introduce him as Legend Killer. He'll say the same thing to Polendorf. Polendorf, Randy Orton, Legend Killer. Bang! Down goes Mr. Wonderful. He won't be feeling wonderful after that. (laughs) (laughs) The next match I got here is. Randy Orton as the Viper versus Randy Savage in Madness Mode. Oh. Stop laughing! She hates me right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to say draw. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Again, a man pick wisely. Uh, Randy Orton has the viper uh, versus Randy Savage in madness mode. Randy Savage and Randy Orton. Randy Randy. <laughs> Randy Orton. Do I make? Do I do I do I make you Randy, baby? Okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right, J- all right, JD, get your get your mind away from the Island of Beautiful Men and think about this one for a second. Ready? <laughs> well, you, know, you got you got a you got a very angry you got a very angry snake who's hungry ready to strike at any time with three simple words, and of course you've got the madness that feels it all the time. Well, let me tell you something. Oh, yeah, let me tell you something there, Randy Orton. You might be the son of uh, Cowboy Bob Orton, but you're going to feel my bionic elbow crush your little chest right there in the center ring. Dig it! Does anybody have time to do a few, couple more, or do we want to stop? Go ahead. I'm, we can keep going. I'm good. Okay, keep on going. Okay, we can make it probably a three-hour show tonight. Okay, let's just do it that way. Yes. All right. Okay. Next one here. Randy Savage as the Macho Man versus Razor Ramon. Oh, God. Oh. Son of a bitch, Earl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's good. Oh, my God. That is a good impression right there. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, oh my God! Have you heard him do Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, I haven't heard no. Arnold. No, no I haven't heard his. Uh, get you, Chopper. 
Yeah. I'm Detective Tall Campbell. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. I, I will. It's, it's, the, it's not the chopper. I will in a minute. I don't know if you can hear me. I can't get the chopper. <laughs> and then here comes Ronald Reagan's name. Well. And then he goes, and then Bill Clinton goes, I feel your pain. Now he gets in there. Uh, and, and then and then Fonzie goes, and then everybody just leaves. Uh, then, okay, okay, that's just terrible. <laughs> All right, anyway, Michelle, who did you pick? Uh, <laughs> I forgot who you said now. I got off track. I'm sorry. Randy Savage as the Macho Man versus Razor Ramon. <laughs> oh, isn't it? I'm going to say Macho Man by a landslide. Ooh. Okay, okay. Uh, Mandy Savage has the Macho Man versus uh, Razor Ramon. Yo, Chico. Razor Ramon. Whoa, silence. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like you pick a marker, man. Or are you trying to take a shit? One or the other. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> okay, Macho Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, then if that's the case, and they look like a Slim Jim. Oh God. <laughs> okay. All right, JD. Macho Man versus Razor from Hey, MLD. Say hello to Lisa Lamont. Check my line, man. JD, if you would have said, say hello to my little friend Michelle, we're gonna kick your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking razor. Oh, guys, Michelle, especially I gotta tell you this. I saw something today on Facebook that's gonna kinda get your that's gonna kinda get out of it will will it will make it happy or make you smile or whatever. But somebody of our acquaintance says he resembles Carl Anderson of the Bullet Club. That's Gerard. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the picture? And he, he kind of does. Have I mean, he's got the, the look. He's got yeah, the look a little bit. I got to hand it to him. He's looking like it. It looks pretty damn good. Have you seen that picture? I did see it today. Uh, we're, yes, not, we're, we're not friends on Facebook anymore, remember? Huh? Oh well. Well, We're anyway. We're not friends anymore on Facebook. Well, well, we'll have we'll have, we'll, have, we'll have to show you the picture. We'll show you the picture. Yeah. But yeah, he looks like he looks like Carl. He looks like a direct thing like Carl Anderson at the yeah. Bullet Club. Okay. <clears throat> but anyway, but I figured that might you might get a kick out of that. Anyway, I didn't mean I didn't want to stir up a horn. Trust me, I wasn't trying to do no, that. no, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. Next up here, we have we have two versions of Ric Flair facing each other. Oh boy, that's going to be a one heck of a match. Uh, Ric Flair as the Nature Boy versus Ric Flair as Slick Rick. Nature Boy. Okay, Caleb, which version of Ric Flair, the Nature Boy or Slick Rick? <laughs> No, I didn't think. No, I'm not going to say that. Ric Flair? Yeah. But which Ric Flair? Which oh, my God. You need to go to bed. 
Yeah. <laughs> he says the same thing. Okay. All right, JD. Rick Flair is a nature boy or Rick Flair is slick Rick? Slick Rick. Slick Rick, not slick dick. JD. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say it this time. I didn't say it. Oh, okay, guys. Next question. Next, next, question. next match. Ravishing Rick Rude versus Ricky Steamboat as the dragon. Oh, my God. If my mother was here, I have to pick Rick Rude for her. Okay. All right, Caleb. Ravishing Rick Rude versus Ricky the Dragon. Steamboat. I know who JD's going to pick. Me too. Same thing? No. You don't even know who they are. That Rude guy sounds pretty rude. Uh, <laughs> well, he was. <laughs> he, you're ask your, I mean, Michelle, no disrespect, but Caleb asked your grandma. She was a big fan of his. Yeah, yeah. ask me. I'll tell you all about Rick. He's asleep. You're going to wake her up. She'll kick your ass. <laughs> it's his late theme, anyway. His theme, his theme music was stripper music, by the way. Yeah. The stripper. Yeah, I'm not kidding. It was. Yeah. It was. He changed in WCW a little bit, though, I know. Makes okay. me miss Val Venus. Yeah, he's like what Val Venus was later on. Yeah, he's kind of like that. Well, Venus was a No, he didn't have Venus. <laughs> My child needs to go to hell to bed. Michelle, if that boy wakes up the next morning wearing nothing but a Ric Flair robe, you're going to be, it's going to, you're going to go out of your mind. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, I don't want to give him any ideas. I mean, I'm so good. Uh, what is he? What is he? Oh, is he still thinking? Okay. Sorry. Oh, no, he's singing Scooby Doo. I said the room. Oh, you said Rick Root? Okay. Yeah. I said he's pretty rude like me, so. Shut up. Yeah. And, and, and by the way, Caleb, Caleb, it does pay to be rude, by the way. So, yeah. JD, what do you think? Rick Root versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Draw. These two had some good matches. you got to go back and watch the 30-minute Iron Man match they had from Beach Blast 92. is one of the best matches of that show. However, I mean, it was good. I, I mean, both really great. However, I mean, I love Steamboat. I've always been a fan of Steamboat. And Rude is, is a terrific heel, Dangerous Alliance, and on his own with the Heenan family. Jake overall. Okay. All right. Next match up here, uh, Ricky, <laughs> Steamboat, Ricky Steamboat doing the karate gimmick. Versus Rob Van Dam. The whole fucking show, Rob Van Dam. Michelle, how'd you how, 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 did, how did it feel to see RVD on Raw for the first time in a while? I thought he was lost, actually. Honestly, I thought he just got confused with that impact. He didn't know where the hell he was going. The impact so, gave, gave him their blessing to let him come yes, on. Yes, they did. Yeah, that's um, good. Uh, Caleb Steamboat in the Karate Gimmick versus Rob Van Dam. You know RVD. Cocaine addict, isn't he? He's the, he smokes pot, Caleb, not cocaine. <laughs> Same thing. Mr. Pay-Per-View, the whole effing show, Mr. Monday Night. 
Mr. Monday Night. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. As JD would put it, Mr. ECW. Because JD was. Yeah, he was Mr. ECW. Yeah, he was Mr. ECW. ECW. Yes. Well, Tommy Dreamer is actually Mr. ECW. Well, no, no. Tommy and RVD are about equal, I think. When you think about it, though, they're about the same. And don't count out the Sandman either. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Uh, you know, like, the Sandman was on Impact? No. Yeah, I saw him a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I saw him a few I weeks mean, ago. And the Iron Sheik was on there, too. Oh, um, Jesus. The next, wow. match, the next match up here involves two versions of The Rock. We can do it or we can skip it. Skip it. Oh. Michelle has spoken. We'll, we'll skip it. Now the next one does feature another version of him, but against somebody else. So we'll we'll try this one, which I probably know where you'll probably go with this. Rocky Maivia versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. <gasps> Roddy Piper. The yes. hot Scott. Can't go wrong. Oh, wait a minute. JD, what, JD, what day is the 31st? Next, week? What day is the 31st? Next Thursday. Next Thursday. Wolfpack. Hey, guys. Wolfpack. Roddy Piper tribute. Wolfpack. Roddy Piper tribute. Perfect. I love it. Okay. Yes. 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 Good we did Because we did that. The, the one, I remember that night when we all did that. That night. We all were all. Roddy Piper is not the flute man. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. No, he carries around a flute. He does not. Bagpipes. 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 Yes. He's the one that... He's the and one by the that... way, he's come. And by the way, they're coming out... And by the way, if you guys have Roddy Roddy Piper's collection, uh, the definitive collection, he's coming out with a new one at the end of August, Howard, with all new uh, matches, including some early stuff, Howard, from like the early 80s when he was in Mid-Atlantic and then uh, on this DVD. I think Ronda Rousey's hosting, but she does some, 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 something about him and paying tribute to him, but I think it's all Vardy's unreleased matches, so you guys might want to check Give that out. Give that man August. his damn bubble gum. Yes. Yeah. Or someone put a pack of it right there. <laughs> uh, Michelle, I think I actually went for Roddy Piper. And I think, Caleb, uh, what are you saying there, bud? Rocky Maivia versus Roddy Piper. Rocky Maivia was was the what is now known as the Rock, by the way, if just in case if uh That was his early game. Yeah, the, the yeah, the, yeah. Maivia was the last name of his late grandfather. Rock. So, yeah. I Chief Peter I Chief Peter Maivia, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you all this child needs to go hell to bed. <laughs> right, pick. I'm gonna say Roddy Piper and plus um uh UFC girl needs to get that outfit off of her. Oh what channel where what channel is she on? I'll put her on right now. It's Who? FS one, I'll put it on right now. What the hell are you talking saw, about? He was talking about UFC girls. I was saying, if he's watching UFC, he's in this, a lot of UFC girls. No, no, he's talking about Ronda Rousey. Oh, Ronda Rousey. Oh, Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. My mistake. Okay, my mistake. Uh, yeah, the rumors is she could be coming back, however, the first night when they debut on Fox in October. Oh, There goes the fucking women's division. Yeah. It, it could have been a lot better. It could have been a lot worse, Michelle. You could have gone and accepted your hug. But remember, remember, guys. And I remember. can give you a good kick in the nut, JD. Remember before, 
Remember before Roger Rousey fought in that fight in the UFC, Roddy Piper, before he passed away, gave her his blessing. They yeah. used that name and they used that gimmick. So that was Piper. Yeah. That He's going to talk about that actually in the new Piper DVD I heard too, yeah. believe me. I saw a clip of it online recently. Yeah. Remember the video game thing when she was in it? Yep. What, 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 did, they, what did they play? What did they play? They played... It was, I think, 2K18 or 19. They played, they played the clip of, 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 of him talking to Ronda Rousey, saying how much he, he faced her and using the gimmick and all. And she, she even wore Roddy Piper's jacket and still does to this day. Am I right? Yep. I mean, yep. The 2018 yeah. Royal came out there wearing that jacket. Her, his Piper's son brought it to her. Let's go make Colt. a stick to my Colt. Colt. Yeah, okay. JD, Maya Via versus Piper. The hot Scott, you cannot go wrong, however. Don't worry, yeah. Michelle, it's okay. After, we'll give you the jacket. We'll give you a nice warm hug to boot. Oh, dear God, JD. You and I'll did. give you oh. a double kick to the nut. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, run, man. She's in the mood. <laughs> uh, Hilton, how about we stop talking about nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, the next match here. <laughs> he said, "Wrecked him, damn near killed him." Uh, the next, the next match features two versions of Roman Reigns. Do it or skip it. Oh dear God! <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's Samoan heritage, Michelle. Come on, you know you'll want to. <laughs> Are you really standing there? They're taking a pee right now. Look at that. Sorry. Everybody say, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we'll skip, we'll skip, we'll skip that. Anyway, the next one here, Roman Reigns as a member of the Shield versus Rusev. Um, ooh. On a thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say Rusev. <laughs> Why are you thinking about that? Why would Lana want to date a Russian? Are <laughs> 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 right, who's your pick, son? <laughs> I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say. I mean, really, <laughs> Rusev. He can't even talk. TV for a while, however, but you know what? It's going to be Rusev J. Okay. Well, the joke me, if y'all remember back to WrestleMania, it was a WrestleMania 31 with Cena and Rusev wrestled for the U.S. title. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. You remember? You remember the thing that was Rusev? Remember Rusev's entrance? Yeah, with the tank. You know, with music and all mm -hmm. that. Was it just me, or did that did that scene from Rocky Four between Rocky and Drago? That, it was that, like that. that. Yeah, it was. It was like the yeah. Rocky Four entrance. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah okay. It was. I wasn't the only one who acted that way. Okay. JD. Um, oh, you said Rusev. Okay. Next match up here: Ryback versus Sami Zayn. <clears throat> Uh, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? 
Ryback versus Sami Zayn. Oh God! Oh God! I'll pass. Make it two. I'll pass two. Okay. okay. I don't know if you passed it. I don't. I won't know if you passed it. But okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, here. Let me see here. Uh, ooh. Okay. Uh, here we go. And not bad. Next. Next match here. Uh, <clears throat> Seth Rollins. As, as being, of course, the, the future of the company versus the outsider, Scott Hall. Ooh. Actually, I paid money to see that, but I'm going with Seth fucking Rollins. Okay. What do you say there, Caleb? Who are you picking, boy? Not your damn nose. Hurry up and pick it, somebody. I, that's, that's mean. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins or Scott Hall? <laughs> oh my God! Um, Seth Rollins, curb, 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 curb stomp. Okay, curb stomp. Okay. Let's say it. Curb stomp. Curb. It's curb, not curb. They did Rollins as the future of the company versus Scott Hall as the outsider. Hey, you know why I'm here, but you don't know why I'm here. I'm taking the outsider Scott Hall on this one. This was a tough one, but I'm taking the outsider Hall on this one. Yeah. All right. Next one features two versions of Seth Rollins. Rollins as a member of the Shield. Versus Rollins during his time at NXT. Which version? That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I'm going to say NXT days. Okay. okay what, do you, what do you think? What do you think, there, Caleb? Uh, Rollins is a member of the Shield, or versus Rollins. <laughs> Simon Gotch is gone from WWE. Could you stop impersonating him still? <laughs> the other one, not him. Aiden English, Aiden English. Oh, whatever the hell his name is, the fucking retard. He's on 205 Live now. He's making 205 Live his day. Oh, fuck, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Pick something, Caleb. Yeah. Chad White. <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot who the hell it is now. Seth from the Shield Ron, versus Seth from NXT. Ron, 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 the oh, Shield versus Ron versus Eddie during his NXT days. <laughs> he said Seth from NXT. <laughs> <laughs> NXT Seth as well. Okay. All right. All right. I'm gonna beat your ass in a minute. All right, uh, guys. Um, Sergeant Slaughter versus the Heartbreak Kid, Sean Michaels. Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter. Sergeant. Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> That's what Caleb's but, laughing about. I said Slaughter, not Slaughter. You gotta watch the boot camp match with him in the RSC from the garden. Yeah, that's a classic match you must watch. 
That is a classic match to watch. Him and uh, the Iron Sheik in a boot camp match, or him and Pat Patterson. They had some mores, I didn't tell you. Yeah. Um, hey, Caleb. What else is talking about? Sergeant Squabber. Sergeant Slaughter. As in the meat, take out the slaughter. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe. Which your mom is going to probably do to you if you go to the I'm so, okay, that's not my business. Okay, what did you oh. take some gig? Did you, you know, take uh, some giggling? <laughs> you shit. Oh my lord, he took some Mexican jumpy beans. Like, yeah! Okay, sorry. Okay, anyway, we certainly. <laughs> The man, the <laughs> <man> <laughs> <laughs> Whose pick is it? It's his, if, he, if he's got an answer. Caleb? What the hell was the match again? Damn, I'm a brain. Sar- Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, Sergeant Slaughter. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. It's Sergeant Slaughter. Okay, J.D., Sergeant yeah, I said the search. I said the search. I said the search. Okay. All right. Next match up here. Shawn Michaels is a member of DX versus Sheamus. Ooh. The super Ooh. kick versus the bros kick. Brogue. <laughs> Brogue. 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 Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that was a uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> James. Michelle, Michelle's gonna bust our tails. He acts like he's had some laughing gas or something. Like... <laughs> Tell me where he got it. I wouldn't mind having some of that. JD will. JD will. JD will too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. JD needs to send some down to send some some crap. Send some over to Fonzie too, because I think they're. Oh, that's fine. There you go. All right. HBK from DX versus Sheamus. What? What Sheamus though? The old Sheamus or new? Well, just Sheamus. Period. Mm -hmm. Oh. Sheamus overall. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't take nobody seriously right now, so. (laughs) Um, I'm a I'm a say um HDK. Okay. All right, Jamie. Shawn Michaels is a member of DX versus Sheamus. Sorry, Sheamus, there's going to be two words for you. And don't say it around But he'll hear the three simple words, sweet chin music. Oh, he already music. knows. I've already showed him all the good old DX stuff. There you go. There you go. Okay, there you go. Never mind. Okay, anyway. Um, you know, uh, the best thing for DX, though, was the presidential speech. 
Yes. I, I did not. Where they played Swallow the Leader. I did not. I yeah. Did not, okay, not, JD. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I was up. Oh, nice. Okay, anyway. And then afterward, Mr. McMahon had a bunch of uh, things in his office, shall we say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, uh, yeah, this man couldn't get enough of the cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, anyway, next match, Sin Cara versus... Sin Cara versus who? Cardust. Or as, as or as you might know him now, Cody Rhodes. Oh, you said Stardust. Oh, well, then, yeah. I, Stardust. Yes, Cody, Cody, Cody. Cody. Okay. Yes, I do. Especially you. Yes, I do. You would marry okay. Yes, I would. Caleb Singh is <laughs> Stardust. Or, of course, as we said, Cody Rhodes. Tara, you suck. <laughs> 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 I to make you mad, too. You know it, too. <laughs> JD, Sin Cara versus Stardust. Sorry, Sin Cara. You're going to be seeing stars all right, Howard. And it's in the stars. Cody's going to beat you. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next, next matchup is quite interesting here. And, Michelle, you'll definitely have to teach Caleb the way of this wrestler here, a Hall of Famer in both respects. Sting, as in the Crow Sting, versus the mm-hmm. Surfer Sting. Versus the Surfer Sting. Oh, okay. So you remember Sting now, black and white, Crow. The, sting, the Surfer Sting had short blonde hair and still had some face paint. Different colors. I have the character. I have the. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He kind of resembled the Ultimate Warrior during that time when he did. The yeah, sort of. Yeah. And of course, they were actually part tag team partners in one time too. Yep, the Blade Runners. Yes. And they were known as a, they were known as something else too. I can't think of what it is. Yeah, I yeah, the Mid South. I know it too. It's on the tip of my tongue. What? <laughs> I ain't gonna repeat it. Oh my god! <laughs> the crow sting. He's over here saying it's a seagull. I'm like, no, it's the crow. Why, <laughs> JD? JD, which version of sting? Your opinion. These simple words. This is sting. I guess you're going with the pro. Nobody the pro was awesome. Nobody gives the surfer thing credit. I mean, without the surfer, you wouldn't have the crow. No, that's no, right. right. So I mean, okay. Oh, well. But believe, believe or not, you know who you know who came up with that for him, don't you? You know who came up with that for him. Oh yeah, yep. I, I know it. I pitched Holy it. Holy did. Both of them did. Yep. All yep. Yeah. Yeah. They came up with a All right. Anyway, the next one is two versions of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin, as in the Attitude Era version, 
versus Stone Cold as he is today? Oh, the Attitude Era. Okay. Caleb Stone Cold from the Attitude Era versus Stone Cold today. Attitude Era. Oh, by the way, did you, did you know, Michelle, I read this story the other night, too. Did you know that Stone Cold, of course, they, uh, they showed him, of course, showing his, uh, you know, he's got his own line of beer. And they said that that, 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 beer, that, beer, that, that beer bash that he had on Monday, you know, they, they showed him drinking that beer. That was, that was his, what were they called, Broken Skull? Is that what, I, that what they called it? Broken Skull IPA? I believe like that. They they said that that actually kind of boosted the sales of that beer, and they're going to try to distribute it out a lot further than where it is right now. They're going to try to spread it oh, out. And that came from because they showed that they called they showed him drinking that last month. Not, I'm not kidding. I'm not. JD heard the story. I'm not kidding. No, that's legit. Yeah, that's very legit. Yep. Okay. Next matchup here, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Versus the giant, who was the big show in WCW. Oh wait, who was the first one? The million, dollar, the million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase versus. Oh, by the way, on that last DiBiase. one, I'm going to take the uh, Attitude Era uh, Austin too. Oh, okay. Sorry, JD. I thought I asked you. I'm sorry. Uh, I'll have And Caleb is wearing nothing but Rick Flair's head. Oh, Lord. Michelle, if I gave your son that idea. You can blame me if he doesn't. I know he's my boss, but I'm going to kick his son. I'm going to North Carolina and be his son. Okay. All right, Michelle, who did you pick? In the- oh, DiBiase. What the beep? Okay. Boy, boy, boy. What the heck? Put that thing away. Okay. <laughs> no, it's what? swing. Okay. The Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase versus the Giant. Uh, Caleb, Giant, the Giant was the big show. Oh, wait. See, I think what's going to happen in that match, if it happens. Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, <laughs> it would pay the ref a million dollars to give him the win automatically. See, he's smart. So you go well, he did give a yeah. Excuse me. Oh, he's picking yeah, DiBiase. No, I'm going with Jeffrey. Uh-huh. Taking DiBiase, smart ass. Yeah, and, and 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 Michelle, I think that's a wise point. Remember what he did, as I said, what he did to Alundra Blaze on Monday night to get the 24 7 belt. So, there you go. Yeah. All right, the Million Dollar Man versus the Giants. Who do you pick? Yo, yo, yo. I'm, I'm going to say the Million Dollar Man. Okay. <laughs> this next one's going to be funny. The Miz versus Titus O'Neil. 
<laughs> Who's gonna trip first? <laughs> because it's awesome. Entertaining. Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ooh, okay. All right, all right, Michaela. The ship. The ship. Yeah, he is not mini me. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Mid, the Miz versus Titus O'Neil, Caleb. I'm sorry. Oh, dear God. <laughs> uh, yeah. man. <laughs> he said it ties up deal the walrus man. Shit, that he does. I'm gonna have to go with walrus man. Are you out of your mind? It's also me I can't be picking the same thing you do. I gotta make it more He's interesting. He's going with Titus? Are you kidding? He's going with Titus? Yeah. <laughs> well, Caleb, if you remember at the Greatest Royal Rumble last year, or the other year, whenever that happened, Titus O'Neil was the one that tripped and fell underneath the ring during the Battle Royal. I said it before you did. JD, the Miz versus Titus O'Neil. Wake up, JD. My thing is, you don't even remember Royal Rumble. JD, stop sexting your girlfriend. Oh, oh, oh! Good God! I, I, think he, I think he might have stepped away uh, from him. J, uh, here we go. Here we go. I, I, I got do. I got to do it just like this from that Randy Travis song. J A A D. Okay, that still didn't work either. Uh, well, we'll come back to him in just a minute. The next one here. One? I'm back. What was the match now? The, you where'd you kid over the pool? Did you drop the no, Browns off the pool? No, I just had to. I just had. I just had to do something real quick. What was the match now? <laughs> the Miz versus Titus O'Neil. Oh. Yes. Whoa, JD picked the Miz. Oh, I know, it's going to snow asshole deep to a grasshopper. No, it's not. Really okay. snow. I don't want to no. The next match here is Triple H as a member of the Authority versus Triple H as a member of DX. Oh, DX. DX. Caleb, <laughs> uh, Triple H is a member of the Authority versus D- Triple H is a member of DX. He said DX. He said the same time I did. I don't know if you heard him. Okay. Yeah, uh, JD, JD, the authority or DX version of Triple H? DX. Did you hear what my child just said to me? Uh oh. He, he said, well, actually, he said it to y'all. Nobody can miss my big mouth. Uh-huh. Uh, I, 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 all, all, all I got to say is. I salute, I salute you. There you go. <clears throat> anyway. Thank you. Y'all know I'm not the, wrong. The, ne- the next match is the Triple H as the game versus the Ultimate Warrior. <gasps> oh, shit. He no. did it. He did it. Yeah, he went there. I know. Um, um, 
Yeah, I assumed because they came. That's how the order they came in the roster. I found it on YouTube. I can't help it. Triple H, the game, and Ultimate Warrior. Shame. Shame. Yeah. Shame. Oh, shame. I'm gonna say draw. Okay. What do you think? What do you think, Caleb? Triple H is the game or the Ultimate Warrior? Of course, Ultimate Warrior. May he rest in peace. I still can't. You said draw? Okay. Uh, JD, Triple H is the game. He's saying the game is okay. okay. Next match up here The Undertaker, as he is today, versus the Biker Undertaker. Oh, definitely Biker Taker. I love the Biker Taker. Some people didn't, though. I don't know why. I did. I liked the way I liked it that way. I thought it was cool. Uh, Caleb, which version of the Undertaker? Undertaker as he was, as he is today, or the Biker Undertaker? The Biker Undertaker. I wish they kind of bring that back in a way, but they do it with the dark side too. Combine that. Yeah. That might get that in. Uh, or let him come out as that for his, if he ever is put in the Hall of Fame. Do it that way, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, JD. Um, which version of the Undertaker? I want to see the Undertaker now. Okay. Okay. All right. Another another Taker versus Taker matchup here. The Undertaker as he was during the Attitude Era versus the Undertaker during his debut. Ooh. Attitude Era. <laughs> okay. Mm. Uh, okay. Caleb, the Attitude Era Undertaker versus Undertaker when he debuted. We're not going for a ride. Why the hell are you putting your seatbelt on? You never know. Oh, my God. When you're driving, it's awesome. (laughs) Awesomely scary. Awesomely scary. Back to the conversation. I don't know both of them, so I didn't get to see it because I won't born yet. Because yeah, we're not gonna go there um, about um, that. How's the weather? I'll have to. Okay. I'll have anyway, to um, I'll I'm gonna you draw. Okay, RJD, which another another version of the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which one? Yeah, dude, one. No. Okay. I'll have to. I'll have to debut his uh, debut match. <laughs> YouTube, I'll, 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 I'll all right, all right, all right. Couple, a couple more before we close up shop here, guys. A couple more here. Vader versus Xavier Woods. Did you say Vader? Vader versus Xavier Woods. Oh, man, draw. I love them both. Okay. Caleb, Vader versus Xavier Woods. Vader, may he rest in peace. Vader. I've seen Vader before. He's very scary. (laughs) But I like him. Uh, Xavier Xavier Woods' trombone is going to go... Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> 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 
if he sees an old lady naked, it would go. Oh. Okay, anyway, uh, you were saying. Anyway, Caleb, you were saying. I'm sorry, bro. What do you don't know? Never mind. Never mind. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. Great move. Oh, good yeah. move. Yeah. Good uh, move. Yeah. Uh, good move. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but you know. Yeah. Party. Is looking for? It got quiet. Yeah, but no, yeah, but I, we're, 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 Oh, you said Vader? Oh, okay. Vader. You said Vader, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I said Vader. <laughs> Vader versus Xavier Woods, JD. Vader, class of 2020, Hall of Fame. Oh, well deserved, yes. Oh, yes. They'll put, they'll put him in there soon. And the last one, guys, uh, what a way to, to end this right here. A triple threat match. Okay. Triple threat match. X-Pac as he was in the NWO versus X-Pac as he was in DX versus Yokozuna. Oh, holy fuck knuckles. Yoko Pumbo. Yokozuna. (laughs) Not Yoko Puno. What the hell are you talking about? (laughs) God. I'm gonna go with um. Yoko um, Ono. The XX Pac. The XX Pac. Okay. All right, Caleb. X Pac as he was in the NWO versus X Pac as he was in DX versus Yoko Zuna. By the way, X Pac, uh, X Pac in the NWO was it, known as Six because he was the sixth member of the NWO at the time. X Paco. I'm in Pac. Uh, what? Yeah, Pac. Uh, X Pac is in DX. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And and JD. Pac in the NWO. Okay, well, guys. <laughs> there, there, right there. Uh, there, 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 right there. With all those matches here, done. We went through 15 matches there, guys, in that list. By the way. Jesus. Yeah, no. Well, there was one or two we skipped because Michelle did not want to do them. And we respected her wishes, so <laughs> they, uh, because they involved they involved two guys that she did not really she's not really crazy about, so we just didn't do it. <clears throat> uh, one of the picture Rock <clears throat> and the other picture Roman Reigns. Okay. Uh, yeah, so um, so we didn't do that. Lord have mercy. Oh, by the way, Michelle, somebody came in a little while ago and actually wanted to tell you something. What was it you wanted to tell her? Oh, okay. Here it is. Uh, MLD, I miss you. It's an American dream, baby. Dusty Rhodes, if you will. And the, she's, <laughs> she, she the friend of my, she's really the friend of my lord. Right beside my, my boys, Cody and Dusty. Uh, right now, we've got AEW from the road. And they're giving WWE some hard times, if you will. And my advice to the Ice Man, you better not mess with the MLD or she will come and kick you in the NUTS, if you will. Uh, And 
and young Caleb right there, my man. Watch what your mom say is. If your mom might do the same thing to you one of these days. If you read it. Everybody up in wrestling heaven says hello to every one of you guys because you guys rock. You guys are the bomb. If you will. I like what y'all are saying about the legends and everything. I actually thoroughly enjoyed the Raw reunion. It wasn't the same as that Dusty Rose, the American Dream, if you will. Ultimate Warrior was going nuts. Roddy Piper was going crazy. I could not. I, I miss seeing Bret Hart. Uh, by the way, his brother Owen says hello. <clears throat> and he and Owen personally wants to thank everyone here for keeping his family alive because his wife ain't doing jack. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, but on that note here, I got to get back here because I'm actually I'm actually. Uh, in a diesel suit match against Bobby Keenan, radio in the heaven wrestling. So I need to go ready off today. So and I know MLD. Be sure to keep it real, my friend. I miss talking to you, baby doll. I miss it if you will. And JD, the beautiful man. So do what I say, JD. Is that on that note, bye bye for now. I'll be back to real soon. MLD coming. This is time, and I won't give you any more time if you need. Cody and Dustin do This American Dream thing. God rest. God bless y'all, everybody. Thank y'all very much. Thank you, Dusty. We do appreciate that. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. As, as we approach 1 a.m. here, of course, Eastern Time here on uh, July 27th, uh, let's go ahead and ask everybody here, Michelle, Caleb, or JD, is anything? Is, is there anything that I, any three of y'all wish to add before we close up the conference tonight? Yes. Yeah. Please, MLD, go ahead. I have to pee, like always. <laughs> shut up. We just saw the class. I have to take a dookie. you just said that on big time radio, buddy. You better be careful what you oh. say. <laughs> Everybody's going to hear you say that you had to take a dookie. Oh, no. That's great. Yeah, That's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, I have to pee pee, like always. And it's been fun, and my phone's gonna die. So hurry up, Kayla. Say what you gotta say. So um um uh, uh yeah. I want some KFC chicken. That's what you <laughs> wanted to say. You do that. Bring me a parfait. I won't. I won't wonder parfaits. Bring me a parfait. Okay. I missed no, Much I, love I, to you both, but we're gonna roll. Okay. Have a good weekend, guys. And please come back. All right, y'all too. Come to here. Y'all take care. Y'all appreciate it. Thank y'all very much. Good night.
And yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, to first 2015 WWS Hall of Famer, and also her son, a 2018 WWS Hall of Famer, the youngest Hall of Famer in WWS, of course, the next big thing, her son, Caleb Dodds, now, if you will, because uh, believe it or not, the Dodds family are multiple time Hall of, Hall of Famers. Of course, MLD is a first 2015 Hall of Famer, and she is a member of the WWS Legacy Hall of Fame. Uh, of course, her son, Caleb, like we said, 2018 Hall of Famer. And this year, her mother, Christy, uh, became a member of the 2019 Hall of Fame. So uh, so, so the, the Dodds family is secure in WCWS as far as that is concerned. J.D., anything else you wish to add before we close up the shop for the Everyone have a safe and good weekend, however. Be careful out there, however. We'll keep you informed about Raw Radio for 200 as of now, however. Right now, it's up in the air. I'm going to get some sleep because I'm fading very quickly into the morning light, shall we say. So if anything comes up, I'll let you guys know throughout the weekend. But right now, number 200 is up in the air. Everyone, again, have a good weekend. Be safe and be careful out there. I am out of here on that note. Okay, J.D., thank you very much, sir. Sir, we do thank you for, for listening in. We're being a, being a big part here tonight here, of course, episode 703 of Revolution. I do want to thank the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, also the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and her son, the next big thing, Caleb Dodds, as well as, of course, all of our friends on our live video feed here, which, believe it or not, is still going a little bit strong here as we speak. Uh, I do also thank Yemen for joining all of our course here tonight, including... Uh, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and also Rhonda Rush Wright, and also our good friend Captain Dave Spieler as well. Uh, we do thank them for, of course, joining us here, uh, as well as all of our other guests on our live video feed from WWS University. Thank you for kind of being a big part of this here this evening. Be sure to join us for Power Hour coming up at six o'clock here, of course, one four one three six four pound. As we review all the shows coming up from this past week here in the radio network, and yes, we will keep you informed with the past of Raw Radio episode 200. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, may also have a surprise as well, but we'll keep you informed of that here even as we speak. <laughs> so, on that note, Revolution episode 703 is a the U.S. radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are three years, four years old, but continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be forever remain your <clears throat> take care of yourselves and each other we'll see you in the and as always here in the wws radio network <clears throat> take care out there folks and god bless everyone here as you can have a great weekend we're going to get back at you next week with more big time wrestling talk and everything right here in the WCW. Of course, on all of our shows here in the radio network. And since 2015, ladies and gentlemen, source for everything in the world of wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between, this is the WWS Radio Network. Have a good evening and a good weekend. We'll talk at you here soon. Here is a quick uh, snippet of our closing thing.
Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 